the races. Welcome back, guys. Uh, this <laughs> is 8mm Dissection uh, with your hosts, Petey and me, the hamster. That's true. Oh, yeah. Getting into it. All right. Drinking a shitty tequila beverage today, boys. So, And I quote, it was described as, <laughs> it's a good thing this tastes like a dirty asshole. I'll be nursing it all night. Which I... I don't know. We'll see how that goes. It's disturbing. I've it's just, never heard yeah, it didn't have good mix for the tequila. <laughs> it's just I'm not just gonna you know make a glass of tequila. So. I just don't think that sentence structure should ever like fit. It's fine. It's a good thing. It's a good taste. thing. Yeah. Because well, then you don't overindulge all at once. Do you, I, healthier it, that way. It, it really like builds a dirty character. Asshole, you shouldn't indulge at all. Okay, well. You don't indulge in dirty bottles. You're right, because this is terrible drinking. Smells awful. Yeah, I think you can attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It burns some good. nostril hairs this right is, out. Uh, this is some Camarena tequila. It's silver. Not real high-end shit. I, I generally buy kind of cheap tequila, but uh, it still tastes delicious. And uh, prickly pear soda made by Sioux City. Pretty good shit, actually, all on its own. But you mix it with some tequila, tastes like assholes. <laughs> Filthy fucking assholes. Like, this might just taste like a prolapse, uh, for all I know. I don't, I'm not even sure. Oh, my. It's not good. Uh-oh. It's very pink like a prolapse. <laughs> As he sips it. <laughs> Just got me thirsty thinking about it. <laughs> well, what can I say? Oh my god! I think you're all feeling the heat too. Yikes! I'm gonna have to fluff my collar for a moment. <laughs> also, I just want to put it out there for everybody so they can build their own visual, or at least a, a small visual. We're wearing the same uh, flannel today. Completely on purpose. It's beautiful. It's such a good flannel. Mine's a little bit better than his, but well, it's I just wouldn't sort go of that a, far. That's just how Here's it is. Here's off-brand. It's okay. just like the beer. It's repurposed. Just like the beer. No. Stop it. Hams is amazing. I'm not this conversation's saying, not moving any farther. I'm not saying hams is bad. All right. This conversation has been the craziest. Okay. All right, folks. Well, that's the end of the podcast because I'm kicking this motherfucker out of my house. This is ridiculous. We're just joshing around. 2010's remake of the 1968, if I remember correctly, George Romero film, The Crazies. Anybody see that movie? Not even zombies. Everybody thinks it's zombies when they're like, oh, that zombie movie, right? And it's like, nah, it's not. Okay. We'll get into what it is. But it's a pretty decent film, man. It's, uh, it's one that I think got overlooked in a lot of ways. I was watching, actually, a couple of other things, and um, someone had pointed out, like, what else was kind of coming out around that same time. I was like, oh, yeah, that was right. It's like we got a fatigue, so to speak. Like, this came at right at the tail end of like 28 days, weeks, all that bullshit later. Oh, like, uh, it, the, the fucking, some of the resident evil movies yeah, were coming out. Exactly. 30 days Dawn a night, you know, like we had a lot of that sort of zombie esque weird shit going on. Dawn of the dead. That was like 2005. Wasn't it? Uh, Dawn of the dead. Cause that was out when we were in high school. 2004, 2000, yeah. 99, it, something like that. It was, well, no, it was definitely later than 99. Cause I want to say I was in seventh or uh, eighth or ninth grade when that came out. Is not IMDb. So that would be like, yeah, 2004, 2005, somewhere in there, I think. It was just like we were kind of inundated with that kind of shit at the time. Right. Dawn of the Dead, though, that was a good one. Or Day of the Dead, whatever the one it was, where they're in the shopping mall. Oh, four with Vin Rames and everything? Yeah. Yeah. 2004. Turns out, though, ladies can be prego with 
zombie babies. I want to give you my zombie baby. Uh. That would have been an interesting oh, spinoff. If that baby didn't get, if that baby didn't get fucking blown up, the zombie baby, that would have been a cool movie, right there. Does something else happen? But this is the crazies. This is the crazies. You got Let's it. Stop talking about zombies. Yep, because this isn't that. It's not. It's akin, but it's not that. It's similar. That's okay. what you said. Being redundant now. To be perfectly redundant. There's a blazing house. The whole town's on fire. Just uh. Yeah, a, a street. Yeah, <laughs> Main Street. Yeah, one, one would presume. Uh, s- let's set the scene a little bit. We're uh, we're in <coughs> the Midwest, uh, Iowa, as it turns out. Uh, like a little town called Ogden Marsh doesn't really exist. Made up town, but uh, I think it's a cool name. It, it seemed super familiar when they said it. I don't know why. It felt like it was something I had I had heard before, but. Yeah, some tiny town in Iowa, just a little farming community. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar to what we've grown up around, you know? Similar. We don't yeah. have as much corn here as they do. Yeah, well, we, yeah, there's a lot of beans that help make up for the lack of corn. It's true. Yes. Yes, I know it is. We have more letters in our state's name. And that's relevant. Because. Mm-hmm. Continue. No, that's it. Okay. You know what they say. What? Two days earlier. Two days. We get a little earlier. flash screen of two days earlier. So good. Okay, we see that things are gonna go completely awry right away. It's like, okay, well, how are we gonna? Uh, how we get there? I love when they do that in a movie. Sometimes, as long as it's done well, and they don't give you like way too much information in that tiny little stint. Right. It's ha- I've seen it happen a couple of times. I can't think of specific examples off the top of my head right now, but I hate when that happens. That's well, l- that's why I don't even watch trailers half the time anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, it's it, you just see half the movie, Dude. at least all the good parts. I mean, fuck this movie. One of the best scenes was spoiled by the trailer. I mean, one of the coolest violent scenes. The well, yeah, okay. Well, let's real quick get the intro scene done here. Yeah, and I will agree with you on a point in a second there. All right, fair enough. Fair okay, enough. Okay, so the movie cuts in. It's black, and you just see like some fire kind of scraping it. And the camera kind of just shoots down very slowly down this small town main street. You know, there's buildings and cars and fucking everything in the street. It's all fucking on fire. It looks like this town went through the apocalypse. And then, yeah, two days prior, it's nice and sunny. Beautiful. Goddamn great day in the Midwest. It's a great day. We got, uh, we got... Old lady Avery riding her fucking lawnmower down the old country road. We got all sorts of combines and such out in the field planting, doing whatever they do. It's a beautiful time. We're looking at spring in the Midwest. Everything's just a little brown, but starting to green up. You know, we're past the snow. The fucking big bluffs have uh, gone, gone away, and we finally are getting a little green. Even warm days, as we find out, or warm-ish, as we find out in a little bit. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, fucking, what is he like? The fucking commissioner? Is he the mayor or some shit like that? Yeah, he's the mayor. Yeah, Mr. Pool guy. It's the pool guy. Yeah, Mr. Pool. It's the weird fucking <laughs> pool location. And uh, anyway, we start out. We get a little. We see these farmland scenes, the tractors, the old lady. I swear to God, they just lifted fucking Stephen Avery's good looking out uh, mom and just dropped her on this fucking little thing just for this three seconds that she has screen time but i swear to god like you watch it i mean we'll see it here in a moment because we're doing something different this time guys we're actually playing the movie in the background as we're doing this just for you can't hear it's funsies behind the scenes peering behind the curtain all that good shit i believe this isn't a curtain behind the phone it's the iron curtain 
I don't think so. It's kind of like an iron curtain. Is it all iron though? Yeah. Well, it might be some probably aluminium. aluminium. Yep. I like that we both went with the uh, English pronunciation. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. It's pronounced and, uh, aluminum. Then we cut to a doctor's office type situation. We uh, see this little cutesy patootsy running around in her uh, scrubs and whatever else. And she's like reception sort of situation, just like an assistant uh, sort of situation. And uh, she comes into her boss's office and says, hey, I, you know, I've got a friend in town. Is it all right if I leave a little bit early tonight? And uh, she's, she's got a nice little boss. Here she is. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, my. You see that shit, dude? I don't remember that. That is fantastic. She's got curlers in? Yeah, yeah. Hell, you driving looks a, just like Stephen Avery's mom, dude. Driving a fucking John Deere down the gravel road. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's Midwest as fuck, dude. Right? How many times has that guy Mass and Lake been given DUIs on his lawnmower, for Christ's sake? It's oh, like 12 times? It's something absurd like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, double digits. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It, unbelievable but uh yeah anyway we're in this uh we're in this office she's like hey is it all right if i get out of here a little bit early uh this is danielle panabaker uh for anybody that's scoring at home i guess uh adorable i just i don't know something about this girl i like her um and uh the <laughs> the doctor gets a little snide with her starts like kind of fucking with her a little bit and she's like oh you're gonna have to tell your aunt or friend or whatever the fuck she says that she's gonna have to wait we need you here tonight we're busy or whatever the fuck and and like of course the disappointment sets in Oh, oh dang shucky darn and then the lady's like something about scotty who's like her kind of semi-secret not so much of a secret boyfriend and she realizes this has been kind of a ruse and she's like yeah fucking just go do you be be a child or whatever right. don't keep scotty waiting or whatever <laughs> scotty <laughs> what a terrible name oh. <laughs> oh my lord you can't take a man seriously if they go by scotty if they go by scotty that's true you know where my mind goes right away scotty too hottie well, I was going, Scotty doesn't know. Well, that one, too, for sure. For sure. But uh, a old-school wrestling fan on that one, you know. <laughs> oh, Some classics. But yeah, that's that's kind of that. She's like, oh, cool, thanks, you know. Let's her go do whatever she's doing, which uh, it turns out Scotty's got a baseball game. He's the pitcher of the town baseball game. Their team, I mean, <laughs> the, the what are they? I don't know. That kid throws fast, though. Fun tidbit. Uh, the opposition team in this scene is actually like the the next town over, like just baseball team. They they just had them come out and participate in this. Oh really? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of neat. Cool. And uh, so now we cut to this baseball game. We get a a little snide interaction between uh, the officer that we will grow to know and love, our dearest Timmy Timothy Oliphant, one of my probably favorite a- underrated actors of all He's time. A really good actor. And uh, he's he's just like at what concession stand or the ticket booth or something like that. Yeah, and I, uh, I think he's just ordering a beer or peanuts. I don't fucking remember. He's getting something. And the principal of the school is like, ah, oh, get, I'll take that. Uh-huh. And then like pays for it. And he's like, you still got to pay your parking tickets, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have this this stupid little inter- like Small just kind of building some rapport. rapport. Exactly, exactly that that weird Iwegian rapport. And. Uh, the game's just continuing on, and uh, we see our, our dear deputy over here, Russell. Russ. 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 Another name that's just like, oh, man. You can't Big take yikes. it seriously. You cannot. I'd be hard-pressed to see somebody like him in a position like Donald Trump, you know? With a name like Russell. You want Russell leading your country? Okay. Yeah. 
because Russell will wrestle you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that catfish? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it comes up in the movie. We'll oh. get there, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <Yeah. laughs> like I was actually <laughs> referring to some fucking catfish. I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that something shit. Russell would say if he's the president? You remember when I wrestled that catfish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Ogden Marsh noodling champion from 93 to 97. All in the irrigation ditches of our cornfields. Them some bitches get big. Got all that oil on my scrap. And All right. The uh, the Tigers are kicking ass. Scotty is fucking pitching up a storm over here. He's doing great. I love mm. it. Gotta love Boom. it. Boom. Fast pitch machine there, bud. <laughs> Everything is going great. Small town vibes. Small towns get into shit like this. I mean, I know probably you know bigger cities, they have their thing too. But like it's like, the, you know, it's a town thing when you only got like 1,500 people or whatever it is. Yeah, very small population. Everyone gets out there because they got nothing else to do. Yeah, they get a tiny. season, so they're all out there. Like the whole community, you get the sense that most of the community's out there. And uh, yeah, you got the sheriff and Russ. They're sitting in the uh, the dugouts there. And as the game's kind of progressing, you know, you see a stranger danger in the background, real far in the outfield. Which I like how they played it. Right, slow, just blatant walking up there. He's old. He, he looks like a mechanic. He's wearing uh, he's wearing a jumpsuit, gray jumpsuit, and he just kind of walks from the outfield. And he's the asshole's towards. growing on me, man. I think it's growing on me. That no, that's because the alcohol's numbing you up. <laughs> You're right. That's what it is. <laughs> You're right. You know what? <laughs> I like <laughs> shitty asshole. <laughs> I'm starting to come around to it. <laughs> like I'm really coming around to these shitty assholes, man. Like, you you trying out? You know, I'm just going to stop buying toilet paper. It's just like beer, man. It's a bit of an acquired taste. you, you got to spend some time with it first. But you'll find what you like. Like, what's the point? I'm going to throw my bidet out get rid of that toilet paper. Start licking some real good asshole. Oh. Okay, we've gone down a dark, <laughs> dark path here. Literally, um, it's a shitty dark path. Oof. Yeah, it's the uh, the dark. devil's driveway. It's not well lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. we got this, our, our fell on the field. <laughs> he's in the outfield. He's not a member of the outfield. And he's working his way infield. This old guy's just Is walking. This an auction or a baseball game? I don't really know. I lost my accent as I started it. All right, run with it. I lost it. Now it's gone. Now you're on a you're in a good place. Just keep going with that. <sighs> no. This, this guy is walking into the infield, and he's kind of carrying a gun, walking kind of strange. The players start running infield because they're like, this guy's got a fucking gun. What's wrong with him? Mm. Sheriff and Russ start making their way out there, telling people to get back, and they're kind of, you know, trying to – they're doing an ocular pat down of the situation. Very clearly. They're kind of like, well hey, said. what is the guy's name again? Rory. Rory. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of walk up to him, and they're, you know, kind of just like, hey, palms out. Hey, what's going on, man? You realize you're at a baseball game here. Can I have the gun? Like, what's Did going we mention on? his face yet? His yeah, his what? Their, their, his eyes are all fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he's got he's got like a like a little bit of a bloody nose, 
like a little bit of dry blood under his nose. Uh, the veins in his face are really starting to pop. He's got a paleness to him, and his eyes are all shitty and bloodshot and a little little yellowed, I would maybe say. Mm-hmm. And they, they come to the... They're like, oh, you're drunk, man. You're just wasted off your ass. And you come to find out that Rory was actually sober later on. Like two years sober yeah, or yeah, something he's like been, that? Yeah, because he was a recovering uh, alcoholic, and he's been sober. They're like, oh, you just fell off the wagon, man. Just give me the gun. Give me the gun. And he's not really receptive to him at all. He's just staring at yeah, him. Yeah, no darting over the eyes, no change of intent, no change in emotion or approach. Uh, just fucking still. You know who this guy reminds me of that uh, I'm thinking of? Huh. From Workaholics. Bill? In yeah. the office, the just super plain guy who sucks his own dick? Yep, yeah. Bill. <laughs> it's Bill walking out of the field, man. Oh, man, it kind of is, actually. Not a joke at all. Uh, Good looking uh, out. I like yeah. it. I like it. We got, we got a bunch of lookalikes in this movie, I bet. Let's keep going with it. Okay, let's do it. All right. Well, I don't know who this guy is. That's Russ. Well, yes, thank you. Which, <laughs> that facial hair, by the way. That's pretty classy. It looks good. Like, I expected him to be way more redneck based off appearance, and then you like you get to know his character. Like, ah, he's, he's just a pretty, pretty average yeah. fucking Midwestern dude, actually. Not full-on redneck Midwest. It's uh, Mustaches are just hard, and soul patches? Dude, the soul patch, particularly. You got a handlebar-style mustache with a soul patch? Boy, you got to rock that look. It's like that fucking stupid hat. Like, if you want to wear that stupid fucking hat, you got to rock that hat. You got to have the right face and, like, sort of... Je ne sais quoi to keep that going. Which hat? The one uh, Party Michael wears. Or Date Mike. Date Mike. Date Mike. Yeah. yeah. Like the kangaroo and he turns it backwards and the whole Mm. thing. Yeah. Date Mike. Nice to meet me. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, that's a hat you gotta really be like. You gotta be that guy. Unless you're like an old ass dude getting your newspaper in your fucking bunny slippers. You're either old or like super Irish or a hockey hooligan. Like I think those are the huh, like a hockey hooligan. <laughs> yeah. Oi, 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 oi. Like those seem like the kind of guys that might wear a hat like that and be like, yeah, I could see you you getting away with that. I didn't know hockey players made that noise. Well, but there's a lot of oys going on. It's a real hockey hooligan like thing. I thought maybe or, not hockey. Did I say so- hockey? Yeah, soccer. You've been saying hockey. I meant soccer the whole that time. That makes way more yeah. sense. I would have been on board yeah, soccer. <laughs> You said hockey so many times. Hockey's way more like, ole, 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 ole. Wow. Wow, he is right. You go back for the prolapse. Yeah, I need some prolapse after that. I need some dirty asshole in my life to recenter me here. Oh, boy. Recenter. Feeling better. (laughs) Oh, my God. It really is. It's got to be the booze because it's not nearly as bad now. Get out of here. It's really just settling all the butt juices. Yeah. All right, so Russ's facial anyway, hair. Yeah, Russ's got great facial hair. We got Rory on the field, not real responsive. Uh, older fella. He's probably in his uh, 50s, maybe early 60s. Not, he's, he's, he's doing all right. Fun fact, he's 35. Ooh, alcoholism really fucks you up, huh? I have no idea. It was a coffee. That's what he got, wasn't it? It was a coffee that Ben paid for. Like, you still got to pay your parking tickets. Yeah, like a 50 cent a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> really sprung for it, huh, there? <laughs> well done, Ben. Has that fucking principal salary really carrying you that well, Ben? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Here, let me cover that 50 cent coffee. 
Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit, I should marry you. This is quite the bribe here. You're <laughs> under arrest. That would have been fucking great. You're arrested <laughs> trying to bribe a police officer. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Confr- uh, the officer finally gets up to uh, Rory. They're probably about, I'd say, five feet apart. And, uh, you know, it gives him the whole drop the gun, Rory, uh, the you're drunk, whatever else. And then uh, quickly Rory, like, kind of, like, reacts, makes his first, like, real motion so far and, like, points the gun. Hip fire ready. Yeah, hip fire style. The double barrel shotguns, mind you. And uh, he's like, put the fucking gun down, put the fucking gun down type situation. Meanwhile, you get a quick cut of him grabbing at his pistol a little bit. And uh, Rory kind of makes his move like he's going to take the shot. And uh, till it, Timothy... David, Boom. I guess. Let's go with David since that's his actual character Quick name. Quick draw, McGraw. A lot easier to say. Quick draw. Yeah, he fucking crushes it. Because the other dude already had the gun pointed at him. Like, he didn't even have to fucking raise it. Fortunately, he went to in this scenario. Of course, it's a movie, whatever. But, you know, he went to raise it. So he had the time to quick draw and just fucking blasted it. Boom! Which, 9 mil really fucking knocked him on his ass. Headshot. It was a headshot. It's a hell of a draw to get all the way up to be able to fucking go for the headshot. I mean, most quick draws are just like a quick shot from the hip at the probably the other hip. <laughs> it's crazy though, like that. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I have dude. no idea, but Who it's fucking that, insane. That fucking penny flick. He can shoot like three rounds out of a fucking his Colt, and uh, it looks like one gunshot. Yeah, yeah. I think he can shoot all six rounds in a six shooter in under two seconds. Oh yeah. It's absurd. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. Mythbusters, I think, had him on, and there was uh, some sort of fucking weird battle competition. I remember seeing him on one time. Fucking cool guy. Now, if I, you were in a shooting competition and you saw him walk up, just put your guns away. Just stop. Like <laughs> That's what I'd do. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Unless you're asking to teach you something, just like, no, don't bother competing. <laughs> Unless you th- really think. Unless you really you- like second place. Right. <laughs> Yes, well, he'll that could kick be you out of second too. <laughs> yeah, he took top three all <laughs> on his own. That was just this thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, boom, headshot. Yeah. And <gasps> they run. Oh, everyone starts to run over, and then we zoom. We pan out, and we're looking down at the town from a satellite imagery. Yeah. Okay. So we're, uh, you know, you, you first kind of like, oh, okay, we got a guy just killed. We got some sort of military grade. Thing going on. It's, all right, shit, shit's gonna be weird. We oh. Saw the flaming town, the whole thing. So now we cut. We're at the uh, police station at nighttime. Our uh, dear boy David, Sheriff David's writing up his little report and whatever else. And the uh, coroner's kind of giving the uh, I'll get you the talk screen in the morning, uh, in the morning, and uh, or the alcohol, the blood volume for alcohol, and then uh, the talk screen to be like a week, I think is what he says. And he's like, all right, cool, sounds good. And then. Uh, Sheriff immediately goes to speak with the wife and son of the Rory that was just murdered. And uh, this, this conversation isn't exactly positive. No, he's trying to say, you know, be neutral about it and understanding. But they kind of tell him or that he, she says that they're running the toxicology report. And she's like, Rory was sober for two years. You and, know uh, that he was proud of that and all that shit. Yeah. Like, really tries to rub him in the dirt on that. Right. Like, you know, it, that wasn't it. He had that, whatever. And she goes, that way you're going to tell yourself that you had to shoot the town drunk yeah. to make yourself feel better? 
And he slaps her. Yeah, she slaps him in the face, but like he never breaks eye contact. Like his, his head shifts to the side and everything, but like his eyes just like stayed locked with hers the whole time. It was, it was really funny, actually. <laughs> but fuck, I love Timothy Oliphant. Well, and you know, like that's a shitty situation a for him being right there because it's a small community. They know everyone, and that's why he's like uh, feeling shitty about right, it. Because yeah. like he knew the guy didn't want to have to do it, Absolutely. but that guy was going to shoot him. Like he had. The guy had the gun aimed at him, wasn't cooperated or responding, and then made a sudden movement with the gun in his hand aimed at people. What are you supposed to do? That situation, that sucks, man. Big yikes. But the wife and uh, son are just not happy yeah, about I don't it. Really, uh, I don't really care for it. That's basically the end of that. She slaps mm-hmm. him in the face, and they're just like, okay, done with this conversation. You're a fucking piece of shit is basically how that ends. And we cut to... Uh, Dr. Dutton. Doctor in, sh- in sleep mode. She's, Nighttime. She's bed. in the bed. Wakes up. Heads down the steps. You hear a bit of a scraping sound. Mm-hmm. As she's making her way down the hall, walking slow. She sees the baby's room. There you go. Got I like it. it. That was good enough. I could take that. Nothing's in there. Well, some baby stuff. That's, uh, There's not a baby. Right there. That's true. And uh, when we get outside to the front porch there, there's the sheriff. Yeah, I never really registered that. The, the baby room without the baby. At, le- at least in this initial, in this earlier part, where, yeah. they, where they do that, never really noticed it. I have to give them shit for this because this is the actual worst use of a hand planer I've ever seen. Yeah, he's just planning one spot. Well, that and he has so he has a one by six on a sawhorse going across it. <laughs> so it's only being supported in like a four inch spot. Yeah, and he's got all these clamps. Put so, it the long way, bud. <laughs> You can get four feet of it, then. Absolutely. What are you doing? <laughs> Instead, it's got dips and fucking fucking valleys so everywhere. He's planning this in the one spot, and the thing's just sitting there bouncing around like this, like a fucking a pirate doorstop. walking the plank and shit. Oh my goodness, it's ridiculous. He's uh, burning off some steam. He did just kill a man, after all. So he's uh, he's just planting some wood poorly, but doing so all the same. Oh, sorry. He's got yeah, he's got two sawhorses. Sorry, and he stretched them across. <laughs> but he's got a perfectly good. But still, deck there's that... like a five foot gap between those sawhorses, oh, yeah. and then at least eight feet you hanging off the other end. You know that flexing like this. <laughs> all of a sudden, this two by four is about. <laughs> That's a half not even a two big. by four. That's only like a one by what six. three quarter inch tops. Yeah, uh, we'll say it's a one by six. Maybe yeah, I could go with that. One by four. That's a weak know. piece of wood, bro. Why are you even planing that? Why is this, why are you planing a piece of wood that long if you're making baby furniture? That board is you probably bought it pretty fucking planed. I mean, yeah, it does. That's <laughs> sort of how they come from the store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. I don't know. Maybe it's different in Iowa. That that could be it. The corn. That that could be made of corn husk. Yeah, pressed corn husk. Ugh. man, could you imagine that? Board starts fraying, and all of a sudden, it's just a bunch of fucking razors, like, running through a cornfield. You lost me for a moment there. <laughs> like, where are the razors coming from? Like, <laughs> well, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> running through the cornfield. For those of you that haven't done that, it sucks. It seems fun for about the first five feet, and then you start to get itchy, because every single one of these corn stalks has like seven to eight leaves that starting from your fucking shins all the way up to well past your height are going to be hitting you and there's hundreds of them they're getting yeah the whole thing and you're just getting hundreds of little fucking cuts all over you better have long sleeves and just fucking put them up like you're trying to block punches to the face yeah dude if you get a blade on the eye like 
on the Anywhere face. Anywhere on the face, yeah. It sucks. <laughs> and it's unavoidable. It's atrocious, So man. when you see those people running through cornfields in the movie, they don't come out looking very good. They it's not, forget it's not as fun that. as it looks. It's not. Can you imagine running through that? Ugh. 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 She can tell that David's a little upset. Why would you be out here playing him with otherwise, right? And uh, <laughs> they get into a little bit of a conversation. You know, it's nothing too crazy, but uh, it, this is kind of the, the first little verbal discussion hint that uh, she should perhaps be in bed due to her uh, maybe pregnancy. We've seen a baby room now. He's like, ah, you should be in bed and this and that. And you can tell he's like, it's a concern for her health type situation, not just like, ah, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Just go back to bed. So it's a, it's a little more like intimate than, than that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, okay, whatever, fine. The situation just kind of quickly She's like, ends. you did the right thing. And yep. yep, that's it. Just tries to make him feel a little bit better. It's not this long, drawn-out scene or anything. And then uh, kisses him and off she goes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> then we get back to the sheriff's department. Back to the O. Let's see what we got here. At the sheriff's department, the phones are ringing. I believe it's Russ on the phones. No. Russ is uh, answering a phone, yeah. Yep, that's right. It's the medical examiner, and it's the results on Rory's toxicology report. No alcohol. Blood was dry. It's not how blood works, but. You get the colloquialism, though. Note, folks, still sober enough to say colloquialism. Colonialism. Similar, but not. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah. Russ is, I, I don't even know who Russ is actually talking to, because it's uh, the sheriff that gets the, the phone call You're right. about the toxicology. But, um, yeah, anyway. He's he, like, that's impossible. Yeah, no ABV, no blood. Or no uh, alcohol by volume. That's not what I meant to say. Uh, there's well, I guess it still kind of works with your blood. So anyway, he has no alcohol in his system. Um, so that's not good. That really doesn't bode well for uh, what David thought was going on. Oh, yeah. He so now he's now form. he's bewildered. He can go um, back out to that baseball field. Yep. Finishes typing out the or writing out the report and then heads back to the baseball field. Just kind of. Thinking it out, revisiting the situation. Is there something I missed? Whatever, you know, th- those kinds of thoughts. Picks up his coffee cup that he dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, looking real appalled at, at just being there. And all of a sudden, yeah, as he picks up the cup and looks over, he sees uh, ben. Principal Ben. Pri- the, yeah, Principal Ben. Sort of creeping. Yeah, he's sitting there real fucking weird, just staring at the field. And uh, not really responding to anything the sheriff says. Ben, Ben, snapping fingers the whole nine. <laughs> he just got this Super he just looks like a principal right but like a definitely a small town like you wouldn't be a principal in a real district principal you know what i mean yeah like i could definitely see the principal aspects but like definitely not a well-respected one in like a, a community where like education's relevant <laughs> this is rural iowa after all <laughs> Oh, fuck Iowa. <laughs> fuck. That's where most of our listeners are. I appreciate your crops, though. Keep doing what you're doing. Well done. Dude, I don't even... I haven't looked at my notes almost at all, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that's probably the big win of doing it this way. Having the movie? Having the movie, yeah. We don't really even need the notes. That saves us so much time. It really kind of... Unless there's, like... Things we've no things you want to make sure you touch on from those scenes. We might be coming across something here, a new way to reamp the. It, it just makes it easier on us because the true. notes are my least favorite part. Yeah, 
And we can get it. We can. Well, we, yeah, we can. Then we can sit here and do this stop go shit. Yeah, time. yeah. My memory is atrocious, so I need the notes. But if the movie's playing, I'm, I'm fucking golden. How many how many episodes of this have we done? <sighs> At least 30. Like <laughs> this is the first time we've thought about this. Yeah. Uh, well, it's probably because of the shitty asshole drink. <sighs> All right, folks. I just want to go ahead and promote prolapses for a moment because it's boosted my brain activity tenfold. I- I'm just saying go out and rick a, a lick, rick, rick a prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It's doing me favors, as you can tell. <laughs> Four minutes ago, he goes, guys, I am still good enough to say colloquialism. <laughs> and now I can't say lick. Rick a prolapse. <laughs> Shit happens, punch. man. Shit happens. Shit happens. All right. Well, see, so yeah, we got a, a little bit better of a system brewing here, maybe. This, Who could, knows? this could work out nicely. Anyway, um, there's a weird interaction between Sheriff and Ben. He finally gets Ben to respond for one, and he just doesn't have a whole lot to offer as far as, like, A, emotion, uh, and B, conversation. It just You can tell compared to when we first met him where he was trying to be ah, a bit of a schmooze and I'm trying to get you your 50 cent coffee. <laughs> and now he's just kind of like this plain, his eyes are a little fucking dark, at least like the bags and shit like that. And he's just like real zony. And like that, they're just trying to like let you know, oh shit, this dude's about to get that same shit basically. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I better, like you hear the bell ring in the background, like real quick into the whole save by the bell of the conversation. And he's like, I better get back. I got, I got work or whatever. Real quick. And that just sort of quick ends it. Some and notes. I don't know exactly. Is there somebody in this movie named Deidre? Mm, not that I recall. I got the doctor, but maybe the... I, I really don't think so. Okay. Well, after that scene, they end up at the doctor's office. And uh, you got Bill. Oh, yeah, yeah, the whole Bill scene. Yeah, I was going to say, because this... Confuse me because my notes say something different. Yeah, no, it's because I, I forgot to hit pause quite a while ago. Oh. Yeah. that's the, That might be a thing, but uh, we'll figure that out. We'll it's, figure it's, it out. It's the first try. We'll, we're going to have some, some bumps. Well, there, there is a Deirdre. I, yeah. Yeah, Deirdre Farnham. Bill's apparently. wife. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, Bill's wife. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Deirdre. All right. So, yeah, they're at Deirdre. Yeah, got that right. All right. Bill. It's brought and, Bill in. Yeah. They're at the doctor's office. He's not he's sitting there and she's kind of explained to the doctor, you know, he's Miss Judy. Mm-hmm. She's like he's just acting so weird and th- you know, she's like, Is something wrong? He's staying mostly silent. She he says she worries too much. I'm fine. Just a little tired. Pauses. Doctor says something again. He's, she worries too much. I'm fine. Just a little tired. Ooh. Yeah, just verbatim repeats himself. It's uh, it's a bit odd. And they're like, it's a bit odd. They're like, well, we can get him out for on uh, mo- what is it Monday? We can get him out for uh, right, like a CT scan. Yeah, we can or put him take like a medical that. car out to the city to Sioux City and get the actual scans of the brain or something like that. Ah, uh, yes, the source of the asshole. Oh, Sioux City Prickly Pear Soda. Again, uh, I want to go ahead and promote that. It's uh, it's turning out to be a good experience. Try some asshole. Uh, yeah. Target market. TM. Restricted. Rated R. Copyrighted. See with a circle around it. 
<laughs> you can see why Deirdre is concerned for Bill. Yeah, he's it, just it, out of it. Something's odd. Uh, no one really is like that. And if they are, they're not married. Facts. I have burgers. Ah, the old sack of Sammies. They're cold. I forgot Fucking about them. sack of Sandos, bud. Um. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we get this medical shit taken care of in a couple days. Okay, just go home and keep an eye on him, whatever. Okay. Immediately that night, then we see Deidre and the sons staring out a window, mm. looking at their barn. Yeah. There's some lights on. Something seems weird about that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you kind of get this fluttering, and they're just they're standing out or staring out the window in concern. They are like, eh. Yeah, she, she's kind of looking down, and then the son comes up, and he's like, ah, what, what's Dad doing? And she's like, ah, just go to your room, Nick, or whatever, I think is what his name Nicholas. was, Nick. Nicholas. And then uh, she heads out. She's going to go check this shit out and figure out what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, steps out the front door. She's heading towards the barn, and uh, she gets out there, and, like, you know, you as she's walking up, you get to see a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more as it cuts back and forth from her to the kid and back. And uh, finally you see it's just a, like a full-on like harvesting combine uh, turned on with the blade running, but it's not moving. It's just sitting in there active, I guess, mm-hmm. but not moving forward. And you know, she's yelling at it like thinking Bill's in there, you know, just like, hey, shut this damn thing off. What the fuck are you doing, you fucking lunatic? Jesus fucking Christ. It's a misdirection on... Uh like a scene is like, ooh, that's going to be gory. But. Which, I want to see that. <laughs> I really wish they would have done that, but. Yeah. Nonetheless. It ends up being like a whole lot of nothing. She goes, she checks out the cab finally after she gets no responses from her shouting, and there's fucking no one in it. It's just running for no reason. She shuts the machine off real quick, and then, you know, you run into silence all of a sudden, and she's like, ah, uh, listening, 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 and some shit happens. Nicholas screams from the house. Uh-oh. So she starts booking it to the house. She's screaming, you know. All the windows must be open in order for her to have any idea that happened. And even then, boy, I mean, this barn looked to be, if I had to guess, 100 yards. Yeah, it was a good distance. 80 to 100 yards from the mm-hmm. house. I mean, it was, it was pretty far away. Yeah. So for her to hear that, half in the cab of the vehicle still, granted it is turned off now, but still. Boy, that's a long distance. I'm easily 100 yards now that they showed it from a different angle. Fuck me. Right? Yeah, she's running around looking for him, looking for him. <clears throat> she ends up hearing a noise upstairs. And, uh... Sprints on up, you mm-hmm. know, checking shit out, trying to figure out, okay, what the fuck is happening to Nick? I know he's in trouble. I heard him scream. Goes into the room. Doesn't really find anything. And boom! Jump scare! Ah, there it is. Fucking horror movies. She's like... It's, it's barely even a horror movie, and they still go for the fucking jump scare. They're like, like Nicholas saying, there's something wrong with Dad, and he has a gun. And so they like freaking Is out. Is it there. a gun or a knife? Knife. I think it was a knife. And, uh, yeah, they run downstairs, or run into the hallway, and they end up locking themselves in this closet at the top of the stairs. They're no like, one will ever look in the closet. Never. It's worked in every movie in history. Oh, wait. Sorry. Fuck. I, I misremembered. Closets are bad because you have, literally have nowhere to go. He's in a room. You have windows to possibly go out. It's it's a really good idea right up until it's not. It's, it's like living in a cave. It's awesome right up until someone figures out you're in there, and then they just close it off, and there's no more oxygen supply. Right, and you're just stuck there waiting. Ugh. Fuck. 
Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, something Cuckoo. Ian Cuckoo or something like that over in Turkey. Fucking crazy set of caves, but yeah. Huh. Something they were talking about. It was just like, it was this like underground fucking city. Like it looks like an ant colony almost underground. I saw this, some stupid shit I saw on Ancient Aliens, but like it's a real place. And like, they're like it's big enough that it could probably support 20,000 people and it's all built into a mountain <laughs> underground. It's fucking crazy. I remember hearing about stuff like that down in like. It's built into volcanic stone, I think. So it's kind of like kind of a soft stone. Okay. Yeah, I know they have channels and stuff like that, or cave systems like that. Um, fuck, where is it? Somewhere down in like Central America. I think they found places like that. And they, yeah, they have these different air vents and air shafts to get air deep down in the cavern, like dedicated air shafts, which was pretty cool. Ugh. And again, for how long ago it is, it's like. Good for you for knowing, like, you need that. Right. <laughs> and then putting it in smart, and then, like, they had pillars everywhere. They needed pillars so that, you know, it didn't collapse on them and all that shit. And, in fact, this place, like, they even had, like, um, uh, a spot that you could probably grow plants. Um, and most likely they would have been able to keep some sort of livestock even down there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking impressive, man. That's absurd. You see, like, it's, it's the craziness of those situations and how they play it that makes ancient aliens so watchable. Because, like, otherwise it's like, this is all lunacy. But, like, they back it up with just enough shit that you're like, maybe. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, some of the stuff. I stopped getting into it, like, the first couple. Because some of it got way too far-fetched for me. Most yeah, of it did. Once you got past, like, season probably three is when it gets, like, just absurd. Mm. Like, okay, now you're reaching. Like, you ran out of all the things that people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And now you're just, like, complete anecdotes. Like, <laughs> that's all it is. No, yeah. It's crazy people's anecdotes. Like, and, yeah, if you don't take from that show, like, the, the alien perspective. Yeah, at least you learn some cool history and fucking sh- you can You can find actual good details in there, I think. But <laughs> um, we got Ni- Deidre and Nicholas hiding in a closet. They're trying to be super-duper quiet. You hear some footsteps and some whistling. Yep. Whistling Dixie. Pretty chill about the whole situation. You don't seem to mind, good old Bilber. <laughs> All right. And you hear the footsteps. Coming up the stairs now. And he gets right up to the door. Oh. I don't even... Does He, he doesn't even shake the door. He doesn't try to get in there. He just... He locks it on him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he locks does. it from the outside. Yeah, yeah. And then basically, you cut to him. the sleeping doctor and husband, I guess, at this point. Oh yeah, um, Doctor uh, Doctor Judy and Sheriff David are fast asleep, mm. and uh oh, they receive a phone call out of nowhere. It's kind of weird. What could be happening in the middle of the night in Iowa? Sure enough, next thing you know, we're at a fucking house that's been set ablaze. Oh, yeah. What house is it but Bill's? Right. Yeah, Deidre's and Nicholas's. He saw him uh, right before they showed that it showed Bill is dumping gas all over the hallway, and he strikes the match, and out of Bill's yeah, mowing the goddamn lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking yeah. fire department's there talking to the sheriff, and they go, yeah, when we pulled up, Bill's standing out here just mowing the damn lawn. It's fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. It's dark. His house is on fire. He's mowing the lawn. I mean, if you want to drive home the point of the title crazies, I mean, 
Okay, you just locked your son and wife in a closet, dumped gasoline everywhere, lit the house on fire in the middle of the night, and then decided to mow the lawn. Yeah, you pretty much hammered home crazy on that. I, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> Fuck me, bud. Oh, god damn. But anyway, yeah, the, the house is ablaze. Uh, they kind of show a few shots of Bill. He seems unaffected by the whole thing, quite obviously by his mowing the lawn when the police arrived in the first place. And uh, fucking uh, Judy loses her mind a little bit. Like She realizes that, you know, she saw him just earlier today in this whole thing. And she, what the fuck did you do? Like, she gets really, uh, like, real emotional, starts yelling at him and all this shit. And they pull her away. Yeah, David and whatnot stop her from, like, getting too aggressive and starting to beat the fuck out of him or whatever she was going to do. And, uh, again, he proceeds to whistle as uh, previous when he was basically stalking his family. Really? They don't blink. That's a big thing I've noticed with the uh, the people in, that go crazy in this. They don't blink. They don't tend to, at That's least. That's a good observation. No, it's definitely quite accurate. Like So that kind of adds to it. They're just, like, staring just dead-eyed. Completely. No movement in the eye. No life in the pupils. This fucking thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you missed it. You can catch mosquitoes all day. Fruit flies? Can't do it. <laughs> Just the airflow from, like, the the presence of your hand just pushes them out of yeah, reach. The word, the presence, or the phrase, the presence of your hand is literally all it <laughs> takes. You don't even have to actually have the hand in their presence. You just say that phrase, <laughs> and they'll float away somehow. It's There's a tiny little anti-fruit fly gravitational <laughs> field around your hand, and they just never touch. I think we came from the fruit fly, so we're intended not to harm the fruit fly. Well, that's bullshit, because they sure harm my yams. Yeah, I definitely don't like them. Uh, I'm going to be persnickety about it. But that's, uh, that's pretty much where she ends. Uh, he whistles, she's mad, and a scene. Mm-hmm. Then we got some uh, bayou hunters, but they're in Iowa, so they're just in a uh, bog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bog of eternal stench. They're just walking... It is kind of cool to walk through places this like is, that. Though. This is a little bit more like classic Midwest redneck. Like these are these are sort of the folks that that live up here that you see on Swamp People. You know what I mean? Like they're not quite as gross, at least in my opinion, but they're our equivalent. I mean, yeah, they're to, straight up. These look like uh, small town Midwestern farmers. Now, what hunting season Hunt. is in early spring, Josh? That's right. None that anybody cares about. I yeah, I don't really. <laughs> I'm trying to. I mean, if think. there is one, I mean, I'm not a hunter, so but most people around here are. And early spring ain't. The, in fact, it's like late fall is when you're like, all right, let's go catch me a deer. You know, that, that's all, our big thing around here. Catch me a deer. Well, again, I was playing up the redneck angle. I, they wouldn't say that. They, they might. I'm gonna go take a deer. Oh. They might say what they'll say, you know. Bag of buck. You, you out there can go ahead and uh, derive your own <laughs> expectations from what these people are going to say, but I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, catch me a deer, and you're going to have to deal with it. I'll go kick a touchdown. Okay. All uh, right. Well, they're walking. Long story short, not fucking hunting season, and they're running through this bog. They, I mean, they have the neon and a little bit of camouflage as if they're like, ah, we're proper hunters, but uh, it's not hunting season. It would, you know... If Jeepers Creepers and this movie would have just switched their filming times, it would have been perfect. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, they tried to play it off like spring. And it's clearly harvest Harvest time. season. It's Obviously. <laughs> I have never seen more ready or over ready at that point even to harvest corn. Right. Yeah, Fuck. it's just dead. Like, yeah, it's, it was dry. It was terrible. You could probably run through that field and not get too cut up. Those, they Those literally explode to powder on impact. Like, so, yeah, you two just switch your filming fun. times and you got it. Your timelines are fixed. There was a little while where I thought maybe this was like they actually filmed in fall, but no. I started looking at it a little more like analytically, and I was like, okay, actually, it does make a lot of sense for Midwest. Um, yeah, you can see the buds coming up on the trees. Well, absolutely, yeah. You start to see the uh, once, it, like I said, once I started to actually pay attention. Mm-hmm. But these guys are hunting, more or less, and mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing for them to technically hunt at the moment, legally speaking. And uh, they're traipsing through this bog and the shit kickers, as we affectionately refer to them here. I don't know what the fuck you guys call them there. Wherever there is. Latvia, apparently. That was sort of our spot uh, as gentlemen. Well, can you explain that? I've still never figured that out. Of foreign countries, our largest number of listens, Latvia. Well, that's pretty cool. A country with a population smaller than just our state. Well, good for them. It's crazy. That's good Beautiful for them. Beautiful women, apparently. We, we looked it up once because we I was looking at the statistics and Latvia kept popping up. I was like, well, I don't think there's a whole lot of hackers or anything like that there, whatever. So I don't think they're bots necessarily. At least that's not my first intuition. I was like, well, what kind of people are these? And we started looking, like, watching videos on Latvia <laughs> because of it. <laughs> that shit was fascinating, dude. It seems like a pretty interesting, tiny little country. That sounds cool. It was beautiful. The people were beautiful. It, it looked like a, just a, a real, like, down-to-home kind of, like, still second world, if you want to call it that, you know, kind of country. We're not, like, full poverty, but we, like, we're kind of shying away from technology a little bit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Okay, maybe I've gone too you, far once more. Sir, have you've been all over the board? We won't even bring up your horse shampoo. Prolapse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. The hunters. <laughs> uh, as they're traipsing through this bog. Uh, they're, they're going along and you see some, uh, some white fabrics hanging from the trees in, in abundance of it. Perhaps even a parachute. It is a parachute. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's like I knew. Why? Have you seen this movie? Twice. Okay. Three times. Five times. Yeah, in the last, like, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and probably once or twice back when it came out, because I remember actually seeing this way right? back when. Well, shit. Yeah, they come across this parachute. In a place that you shouldn't find one, and guess what? It's kind of attached to a dead body, mm. rotting. Mm. Bit of a bit of decomposition. It's going pretty on. nasty. See, still got that one right. But you can't say lick, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they found this decomposing body, Ugh. and uh, they they check it out a little bit. Like, oh fuck! Well, we, man, we better actually take care of this. That shit's nasty. Can you imagine finding a fucking rotting body in the water? Like, uh, not too long ago, probably, like, earlier in the spring, some kid went missing, and they, like, they found him downstream, like, three, four days later. It's like, he'd just be a bloated, sun-baked, nasty, dead body, you know? Can you imagine finding that? (laughs) That would be a fucking rough time. It would be. It fucking would be. Ugh. But they find this body, and, uh... 
they freak out a little bit. And they're like, ah, oh, we better get a hold of enforcement or whatever else. And then we'll cut to the sheriff's office. And uh, we've got good old Russell talking to Sheriff David. And uh, they, at this point, have Bill in, which who has decayed quite uh, quite a bit at this point visually. Uh, locked up in a cell, which obviously you just burned your family alive and mowed the lawn. So that's those are two c- illegal acts, at least to combine. Ugh. And uh, the sheriff makes a, just a, a quick comment as they're talking about it that he gave him the exact same look that uh, Rory gave. Right. And uh, <coughs> then we cut back to the bog. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, you know, these people actually got a hold of law enforcement like like they should, despite the rednecks they appear to be. And uh, they're like, yep, that's a body. Been dead for, what do you say, like a week, five days, something like that? I think a week. So, something along them, their lines. And uh, he makes a quick comment, ain't hunting season, boys. Put the guns away. And then uh, him and Russ get back in the truck. Let's see. What do we got here? Pano. Well, when the, while they're in the truck, they talk a little bit about, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but one of the locals... Uh, had said that a plane went down or there was a ruckus and something crashed in the bog or whatever else. And uh, the deputy had fielded the call or heard about the call back when it actually happened. But whoever the guy is is known for being sort of full of shit. And like he was like, so you just assumed he was full of shit? He was like, well, yeah, as a, as a general rule. And he's like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was like, so like the, the guy that reported it and perhaps had they... Had it not been a cry wolf situation, they could have stopped you know, how a week, five days prior. Uh, and then they briefly discuss, um, like, well, how does a plane go down without any sort of real, like, actual reporting or people coming around being like, hey, what the fuck, where'd the plane go? Right. Or the black box, we know it was here and then it must have fallen here or whatever else, you know? He's like, well, that depends on the payload. He's like, that's what I was thinking. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. So at this point, we've got. Uh, David starting to put the pieces together. Yeah, it shows them all in a boat. We've got Travis. Oh, Travis, that's his name. That's the guy that they're talking about that's full of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the guy that's driving the boat. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah the, the guy that's driving the boat is the dude that's usually full of shit. You're full of shit. Which he's full of shit. totally looks like, like uh, again, I don't know, this, maybe this is more of a Midwest character for us, but I'm sure this guy exists all over the fucking place. But he just looks like the guy who's like, the government's out to get you, man. <laughs> you know, he looks like one of them guys, you know? Which they are, don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> he's the kind of guy that the way he presents is like, you're a fucking lunatic. Jesus Christ, stop talking. <laughs> And they're out on this fucking uh, weird little square boat, and they're cruising along. And uh, there's a couple of like comments that happen along the way as they're moving across the water. And the guy keeps asking about the reward, asking about the reward, and he's like, "Shut the fuck about, shut up about the uh, reward, not award." Who am I thinking? What am I thinking? Oh, okay, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. There it is, folks. The prolapse got to me. Oh, oh and boy. He's like, "You bring up the goddamn reward again, and you're not getting a goddamn reward." And uh, he says, like, you something gonna shoot me? basically brings up the whole shooting situation. And uh, he snaps, like, this fucking evil glare. Doesn't say anything in, other than... Kill the engine. Kill the engine. After probably, like, four or five seconds <clears throat> of silence. And they're like, it's a big plane. Like, how? How do you know? Because we're right on top of it. We pan out a little more. And you see this big mole 
fucking plane. Yeah, you get that bird's eye view, so to speak, of the plane mm-hmm. underwater. Which the first few times I watched that, I was like, how the fuck would you even know? Like, there's no way. And then it wasn't until I was watching it, uh, like this particular scene, like shortly before you got here, that I was like, oh, well, like one of the fucking wings is sticking out of the water with a propeller the overway. Yeah. Uh, like probably off what would be to the right, I think. So yeah, all you'd have to do is see and notice that. I think it's your left. Well, I guess it depends on which way yeah, you're looking well, at Well, we're looking at them from the front of the boat in the scene. And then we kind of come up from above from that yeah, point cause of view. The sheriff, so well, the, yeah, the sheriff's sitting It'd be in the, the inverse the of what you'd expect. Front. And he's looking back, and it's right over. I don't know. It's Either way, yeah, yeah. you should have noticed. It's to a side of a boat. Mm, facts. Under the water, partially. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. They get back to the... Uh, their, was it their sheriff's office? And he's like, that's where we get all our drinking water. We got to, oh, no, the satellite goes initiate containment protocol when it zooms out. Oh, yeah, true. Them. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, what's going on? They get them all back. Uh, the sheriff and Russ are back at their uh, little office there. Uh, it's actually a different building. It's like the town planning office or something like that. Okay. Yeah, because they're trying to figure out where their water's coming from. Exactly. And that's when they're like, oh, shit. It's coming from right there, where that plane was crashed. Indeed. This is uh, the cat. The first time the catfish comes up, which is just, which to me, I guess, I was just like, why did this story ever come up? Like, why was, why was this guy? I, I maybe I'm just missing it, but like, I never understood the relevance of that conversation and and why it came up twice, even. Me, yeah, I got nothing either, I man. I got because. He's like, well, where does that water feed? Well, it feeds into this, and that feeds into this. And then he's like, and where do we get our drinking water? Well, it's that spot. Oh, shit. It just kind of, like, putting the pieces together right yeah. then and there. And, like, right before he gets to, like, the, and where does that lead as far as the drinking water portion goes? And he's like, hey, yeah, that thing. You remember when I caught that catfish? And he, like, cuts them off real quick, and then, like, they finish that, that little conversation. And, like, that's just kind of, like, a quick end to it. And then it, like, reappears later. And it's just, like, a such a strange, unnecessary... I don't know if, like, the best I got is, like, it was, like, an appeal to the human, like, towards the end when they have that conversation. Like, it was just meant to, like, bring the humanism to the situation. Okay. Like, he's not totally gone. That We'll get there. You'll see what I mean. But that's the best I got. And by then, I'll probably forget what I'm referring to. <laughs> so. What about a catfish so, and wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Wrestling Russell? What? Mm, something about... Pajamas and my grandma, catfish. Got a catfish bandana, flannel pajamas. <laughs> I'm chilling with my grandma. <laughs> yeah, that's my kind of night. Yep, it's all your favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the end of that. They get this idea, this harebrained idea. They're like, oh, it's coming from the fucking drinking water, and that's when we get to our pool fellow that we were mentioning previously. Who Mr. happens Mayor. to be the mayor? And he looks, mayor. he looks like the mayor from King of the Hill. Yep. No, not the mayor of uh, Strickland. I don't know. The don't propane guy. Lie. Sure. Either way, it looks classic Midwest also. That's Texas, though. Hmm? No, no, I'm saying, yeah, this, yeah, I'm this, saying guy. this guy does. Yeah, he looks Fair classic enough. Midwest. And he's like, I'm I can not- see the Texas, though. The Texas is like the Midwest of the South in a lot of ways, though. Okay. I don't understand, but I'll accept it. Fair enough. And, uh... Yeah, and he's like, it's uh, planting season, and you want me to shut off the water on a hunch? Ain't no way about it. No, 
no, no. You goddamn bankrupt, a whole bunch of goddamn family going to turn out the water in the mid plant scene. That's almost an exact interpretation of what he said. That's right. But guess what? Sheriff don't care. He don't give a fuck. Timothy Oliphant is ready to get his way. That's true. He knows what's up. He knows shit's going wrong. And whether the mayor wants to agree or not, he's going to do his shit. Going to get it. Next thing you know, they're uh, they're at, what would it be, like the water tower? Water, this, yeah, the water city tower. City water main? I don't fucking know. Something like that. With bolt cutters. They're boom, boom. They break the lock, open mm-hmm. the gate, mm-hmm. take the uh, the lock off the water main. They uh, shut her down, and then they take the fucking handle mm. so it can't be turned back on. Yep. Uh. Completely defined. Everything the mayor said was, well... Not important, but either way, mm. completely disagree with what he had to say and did their own fucking thing. So now the water's turned off, which I mean, I guess that's kind of a good thing, but uh, it didn't it didn't help as much as we'd hope. They uh, they get back to Russ Shit's and the sheriff fucked. get back to the police station, and we uh, start to note Russ sees a uh, bloody handprint, and it looks to be as though Bill happened to die in his cell. They're like, oh, shit. He goes to open it up. Well, guess what? Bill pulled a Trixie on you. Oh, shit. He goes berserk. Right before Russ opens the door, Dave is like, uh, hold on a second. Let, let's check on him. If, uh, if he's dead, he won't mind waiting a little bit. <laughs> and oh. then sure as shit, yeah, fucking Bill just leaps to a fucking action and starts losing his shit. At this point... Looking even more deranged and fucking decayed than Rory did when he came out on the field. I mean, even more prevalent veins in the face and shit around his mouth and still the the bloody nose and the whole nine. It looks like, like basically where you think veins are, it looks like there's like super deep bruises around them. They're so big. That's what it looks like. Not like surface bruises either. They're all underneath. Yeah, yeah. It looks fucking gross. Real aggressive. The sheriff says, uh, Travis is like, where's that damn transport? And then he goes to try to use the phones. Ah, there's no phones coming. No phone service. There's no internet. We're in trouble. It's not good. Mm-mm. Not good at all. They try to get this dude transferred to some other location. That ain't happening. No signal from nothing. Nope. Big yikes. He runs out into the street looking for a cell phone signal. Guess what? Nope. So as previously, he seems to be the only guy with any idea what the fuck is going on in the small town. And then as he's checking for this lack of signal, he's, he ends up being out in the main street of this tiny town in Iowa. And uh, It's I a think, ghost town. Yeah, it, it is. There's, the, you know, what, probably a total of seven or eight cars on the whole entire street. Mm, yeah. Plenty of business fronts all along the way. It's not super long. I mean, a quarter mile or less. But he spots uh, that weirdness and starts kind of traveling down the street and out of nowhere... This weird lady on a fucking bike is just in a dress, biking from an alley to cross the street, just singing. Mm -hmm. And fucking strange. I was trying to understand why they put that in. And I I do know that the chick on the bike is a character from the original of the movie, and it was like a hearkening type situation back to the old one. But other than that, like, was it just supposed to give you, like, this excuse of, like, oh, someone in that van was watching them? 
this like maybe. I, maybe not van black suv slash yeah. like I don't know, whatever the fuck you call that like extended truck of some variety with a cab on the back and uh i don't know i just i couldn't find a reason for it other than like oh we just wanted to put somebody from the old movie in, and we just found a way to do it that it wasn't disruptive i might have, i'm gonna have to watch the old the original now i think I think so too. I think it'd be at least worth a watch. Maybe not worth an eight mil, unless it's fucking hilarious. In which case, maybe. But <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It, it, I had there's one of those things that it's just like, why'd you put that in there? Like, <laughs> what were we supposed to gain as the audience from that? I think it was maybe just for the older audience that was just like, yeah, I saw the original one. I know who that is. It's got to get it. Well, it shows Bill and this girl getting photographed from a photography lens. David, silly goose. Who? David. The sheriff's name is David. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was Travis. Travis is the crazy guy. You just called him Bill. Wow. Yeah, you're all over the board right now. Now I'm the drunk one. I'm the one one drinking prolapse. You got got to work on that phrase in there, bud. (laughs) Holy shnikes. And as he notices this large black vehicle that's indicative of government officials... Uh, and starts approaching it aggressively, it ah! fucking peels off. Peels out, takes guy. off, and then uh, he, he hears some glass breaking. A bit of a ruckus, mm-hmm. as you might call it. Guess where like it's coming from? Funeral home. Mm-hmm. This scene was brutal. This is, uh, this is where we first met Rory's family, and uh, now we get to revisit it as a, any small town. There's only a, a select few places worth visiting, and apparently the funeral home is one of them. And... Uh, as, as our dear boy, the hamster here, pointed out, this is uh, actually one of the more brutal and awesome scenes of this movie as far as like the horror aspect, the gory parts, right. and all that shit goes. And he comes in, everything's real quiet, uh, some real dim lighting, you know, really setting the mood for the scene more than it is for a, a funeral home in general. But uh, he pulls up to like a uh, cadaver, cadaver table. table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a sheet, pulls it. Yeah, there's a guy there, he's got his eyes sewn shut, I guess. I don't know if that's standard practice or not, it's but not. don't think it is. Yeah, it's not. And I was like, "Well, that's weird, but it's it's a dead body. It is what it is." He goes down to the next one after hearing a little bit of sound or what he perceived to be sound, and, and uh, again move. peels off the sheet. And who is this guy? I, I remember. I know he's, he's from earlier. Oh, he's a preacher. Yeah, you could just see the collar. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's it. He was he was in the room when uh, when fucking David here con- was talking to. The, Hamill, there we go, there we go. Rory Hamill's family. Got it. God, I've been trying to. F- I knew his last name and I couldn't fucking remember it this whole time. I was like, God damn it, dude! I tried to commit it to memory. Anyway, didn't get uh, it. So yes, yeah, it's the fucking pastor, preacher, whatever the fuck he is. Um, and his he's alive, however, and his eyes and mouth are sewn shut. At which point, you know, of course, David's gonna clip this his mouth open so we can at least say something. And uh, he's like, which, a trap. Yeah, he's like, behind you. Which, like, his eyes are still sewn shut, so I'm not really sure what that's all about. Like, how <laughs> that guy Divinity, noticed it. <laughs> but whatever. He, he, he says it. It doesn't really help him at all. He still gets whacked upside the head with, uh, like, one of those stands that they hang high, uh, IV bags from. Not and, very. Uh, it's mean, not that, good. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's not good. This fucking mortician is running around with the goddamn bone saw. Yeah, our fella doing the tox screen report earlier, just Ooh. fucking coming at him with that electric bone saw. Yeah, he gets the fucking preacher too in a fell swoop. Mm-hmm. As he's all stitched up, he goes to swing at uh, David. 
misses, scrapes the preacher right across the chest, digs through his whole... You assume he's gone. And then, uh, yeah, the crazy fucking mortician is sitting there swinging this at uh, David. They're in a fight about it. And he ends up getting himself in the fucking, like, what is it, right collar? Something like that, he yeah. He gets it, this blade just spit right in his neck. Just classic blood spray all over the wall. And then just a silly little scene. The thing falls. David's at the other end of the room with legs splayed out. And this blade is, like, propelling. Because the bonus saw is still running. Because yeah. obviously there's no safety. They like. know. <laughs> nope. It's, yeah, it's diesel it's power. It's operative. It's yeah. diesel power. Oh, for sure. For and, sure. Uh, again, we're in the Midwest, guys. Yeah. This thing takes off across the floor. Perfectly straight line. Perfectly. Hauls ass right at David's car. Uh-huh. Oh, but stop short. Oh. Because the Russell. Russ wrestled the cable out of the outlet. Saved the day and the groin. Unplugged it, saved the nutsack. That's Ugh. a big fucking win, boys. That's How about true. we go ahead and chalk that one up as a shot for everyone? Round on me. No, is that say Prolapse! Full? I can't tell if this is full moon or full moron. Mm. Does the next scene have a full moon? Um, maybe, but I'm guessing you're going to go with more like full moron? Oh. I don't know. Not really sure. But anyway, uh, David ends up at home talking to Judy, mm-hmm. telling her to get the fuck out. You like, like, you need to go somewhere. It's fucked up here right now, and I you're, can't go to my you shouldn't be here. You need to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you gotta come too. Blah blah blah. He's like, I can't. I'm the sheriff. She's like, I'm the doctor. But you got more subtle allusions to the pregnancy, which I think they did actually a pretty good job at actually being subtle. Like. It wasn't as overt. Like it's one of those things. Like once you finally actually know, you're like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like there's so many tiny, like seriously fucking tiny little beads of, hey, this is coming kind of thing along the way. Right. I think that. I mean, I again, it's one of those like small points that you see in a movie like this that normally they'll just sort of like throw away and they'll just like basically give it to you the entire time. You know it's coming because it was just like lazy writing. But they actually worked it into the fucking dialogue pretty damn well as far as being like, ah, oh, it's thing. We're not saying it out loud yet, but hey, you know. Right, yeah, you I can like pick that. up on it. I like that. Um, nice. Yeah. Good change of pace. True. I accept that. But uh, anyway, she basically refuses. She's like, ah, oh, fuck no. If, if you need to be here, I need to be here. We're going to be here together. Going to be here, be here, then we're there, then we'll be here. And it's like, okay, well, I guess you're staying. And... <laughs> 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 well... David uh, heads out to the garage. Mm-hmm. Does he hear a noise? Is that why he's out there? Is he just going out there to check on something? Honestly, I can't remember. I know there was a motivation, but I can't remember exactly what the motivation was. I'm guessing it was a noise. No, no, no. I think uh, I think Judy says she sees something out the window, actually. She's like, Som- something's out there. Someone's out there. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, she goes, someone's out there. And so he goes out to the garage or shed or warehouse, barn, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's pretty big. And uh, there's like a, a car under a sheet or whatever, a bunch of tools. And uh, he doesn't really see anything. And then all of a sudden, we got a bunch of like military personnel. They're swatting him. Yep. Got him. <laughs> and that's how the military operates. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yep, I was in it. Isaac, can you confirm in a, that? In a dream once, but. Oh, shit. 
So yeah, they scoop them up, throw yeah. them on a school bus. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they are. They take them to a screening compound. I believe it's set up at the school. I think you're right. I think it's at the high school. Yeah. Because there was already some chain link, but I think they had some set up. And uh, yeah, you kind of gather that. There's a whole bunch of like, you, well, you start to see just like the whole county or town, whatever it right. is, is getting corralled into here. Yeah, Russ is on the bus and he's like, "Ah, oh, they spiked my tires. I was leaving town for something or another," and <clears throat> then they corralled him on the bus and the whole nine. So like, they're not fucking letting anybody yeah, out. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking buses there, man. Like I didn't think that twenty town buses. Had so many. No, uh, they probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, again the next town over. Uh, next town over was <laughs> helping out a little bit with that. Oh shit! So, yeah. Anyway, they got this giant compound set up. There's a bunch of trucks, all this chain link that's been sort of added to everything, and like medical tent looking things that are all like connected together. And it's just a lot of like, oh fuck, hustle and bustle. Do all the mil- all the military people have gas masks or whatever you want to call those uh, on their faces? So clearly they think something might have gone airborne. Mm-hmm. Or they're at least concerned about it enough that uh, they're wearing that, and well, that's not good. Uh-uh. Uh, another like subtle, little, like, oh, shit's really hit the fan at this point. And they're testing everybody, and they're basically just looking to see if they have a, a fever or not. Yeah, looking for basic uh, symptoms, and then, yeah, they, uh, the next stage, like, they, so they pull Russ away, and then the next stage is, I believe, they take their temperature, and they're seeing if anyone has an elevated fever, which is kind of silly because I feel like in this situation, everyone would be having a fever. You get all of a sudden scooped up on a bus, rustled through all this stuff, and like... Y'all probably pretty worked up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance. I guess I never really noted the fact that Russ was like kind of taken away. Yeah, he's taken away at the very first checkpoint after then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it Judy? Yeah, Judy, yep. She, uh, yeah, she gets separated. She's like, don't, don't, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, no. David's like, Sir, sir, you're this way. Come on, get on your bus. You're good to go. And he's like, no, I won't leave you. Changed voices there for each character. Multiple really times. good. It wasn't. Really good. And, um, yeah, they get uh, they get her into the detox chamber. And uh, crack David upside the head and mm-hmm. just sort of knock him out. And that's sort of the end of that. We end up cutting at that point to uh, Judy on the table, you know, sort of gurney, I guess is probably a better word for it, since that's what it actually is, uh, being wheeled down the hallway of the, there's lockers, confirmed high school, Um, seeing just all the crazy shit, like uh, all these people just like losing their fucking minds, locked up in these rooms and that rooms, and all these um, sort of guards protecting all these rooms, and uh, passes all that, and sort of moves into the actual like medical sector of the whole thing, where it's just like a lot of like, you know, sterile sort of looking environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like yeah, straight up fucking biohazard dressed motherfuckers. And yeah, they put the gas mask on. She's like, "Don't, I'm pregnant still. I'm pregnant still." That fruit fly wants you, man. Dude, that thing's out for me. It's absurd. He wants your fucking apparently prickly pear. prolapse is just super sweet. I love that. That's the actual name of that drink now. <laughs> you can't call it anything else. Well, that specific it would combo. be rude to call it anything else at this point. It's an affectionate name. Affectionate. It's one word for it. Okay. Okay. And David is so yeah. She's like I'm pregnant. They knock her out. Whatever it is, what it is. David that's, wakes that's up the on the that. bus. He yeah, like almost on like a chicken coop of a truck. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and they unload him at this fucking, basically what 
what would be a truck stop as we know it here in the Midwest, um, which is essentially just like an oversized gas station, mm-hmm. uh, usually with like extra little stores and knickknacks and showers and L- stuff yeah, like that attached to it. Fucking traps. Yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> the most plain version of a tourist trap ever. It's called <laughs> Quick Fills. That's the name of the place. Yeah, yeah. Quick Fills. Love like, it. You made it to safety. You're good to go. Just get your bracelet and you can walk right through. Well, what is it? <clears throat> then we, well, we cut back and the detox situation isn't going great. And uh, you start to hear some noises. Yeah, everybody's like strapped to beds and all of a sudden this fucking truck. Boom. Just rams the fucking fencing. Like a, like a fire truck truck. Mm-hmm. A whole Not like bunch a fire of- truck, but a fire truck truck whole bunch of motherfuckers hop out of there and just start shooting everybody and uh, yeah so it just chaos starts happening people start running out judy can see this from her stretcher which i, th- I guess is elevated i didn't really think it was second floor of the high school yeah mm-hmm. and well, yeah. it's not a lot of high schools at this point in the midwest probably have elevators but uh, maybe maybe they do i guess everything has to be accessible well like all the citizens that are outside in the uh in the cages they start running out and i mean they eventually get fired on, too. I believe so. And, uh, yeah, Judy's just being able to see that watch and cut back to Bill, Travis, Ted, who? David. David. Lord David. I'm not, I'm not going to get I can't remember this. who this other guy's name is, though. But he probably looks like a Kevin. I don't think it's Kevin, but we Dan. can run with it. Dan. Uh, no, that seems accurate. Ben? No, Ben was the principal. You're right. That name was already taken. I thought that was Bill. Oh, it actually was Kevin. What? Yeah, it's Kevin Miller. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm offended. Well done. Yeah, thank you. He, uh, <clears throat> Bill. They're like, yeah, they're, they're in a crowd basically being ushered one direction and having this little conversation amongst the school buses and whatever else about, uh, just sort of what they've each seen, what's going on. And, uh, the guy, Kevin, as it turns out, recounts his story of how his wife and I believe he had a kid that was also taken. And, uh, yeah, David's just like, yeah, they took Judy, too, and she's pregnant, so that's the only reason she has a fever. And uh, basically, Kevin's just like, it's not worth it. Don't go back for him. And, like, David's just like, you are fucked, is essentially his reaction to yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, kind of, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm going back. And he goes, listen. I won't ask you why you're willing to leave your wife behind and you don't ask me why I can't leave mine. And like, it just ends like, aw, sweet moment. Mm-hmm. And also you're fucked. And then we go back to Judy. In back the table. to Judy. And then you, this guy comes, the crazies are out. It could taste, uh, the perimeter's breach. We got to get out of here. Let's go. So now this truck rammed through and everything's going all fucky. They're just like, okay, uh, this is out of our control now. We need to get the fuck out. All the helos are out. All the trucks are starting to leave. Blasting people left in the fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. Not good. No, uh, it's bad. This Judy's medical still center, trapped yeah. to a table. Yeah, uh, like seat belt buckled to a table, like two or three of them yeah. across her body. Like medical security straps. Like she's locked down. She done. She uh-huh. fucking done. Along with the uh, twenty or so other people that are in the room with her. That's true. Well, and that's it for that. Basically, you just see all of them pulling out and whatever else. So David ends up back at the sheriff's office, police station, whatever the fuck you want to call it. 
looking for guns. Yeah, or, or sort of any good resources at this point. Grab, gets his pistol, notices Bill's, as far as we can tell, actually dead this time in the cell, sort of leaned up against the bars. He's, uh, he ends up getting one bullet in the chamber after hearing some weird noises and uh, ends up just being Russ. Mm-hmm. But they both pulled the guns on each other like, oh, thank God it's you. And uh, some ruckus happens outside. They both hide and have a little bit of a conversational exchange. Just basically being like, oh, how the fuck did you get out? Oh, you got mm-hmm. out? Oh, it's this thing. Basically just saying like. Small you know, talk, quick. Yeah. Let's get, Telling each other the story on. that we all just saw. Right. And uh, yeah, all the other guns, guns seem to have been taken, though. So that's when he ended up getting the pistol from a desk drawer when his main gun cabinet, whatever, gun safe at the police station was gone. Yes. When they're like, we got to go fucking back to the high school to get Judy. And off they go. Just fucking havoc everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's, the medical tents and all that shit are still set up. It's uh, it's in rough shape. There's bodies everywhere. We got Judy screaming, kind of uh, tr- struggling with the straps. Maybe a little uncomfortable. She's she might get, be. She wants to get out of She's there. She's pregnant after all. Mm-hmm. You know, it has nothing to do with the straps. Honestly, I think the straps would be nice. It's like uh, being swaddled as an adult. I think that's probably actually quite nice. Can't move your arms. Can't move your legs. Really nothing but your neck. It's going to be Ugh. nice. It sounds really pleasant. No, thanks. No, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. I'll pass well. on it. <laughs> but it ends up she's in the same room as Becca, uh, our, our cute little nurse from the beginning of the, of the movie, that's our assistant, whatever, that's dating Scotty that mm-hmm. doesn't know. That's true. He doesn't. And there's another lady that they're familiar with that's, that's conscious and talking, too. <laughs> I just thought of like a, uh, a fun bard character that would be called Scotty, he who doesn't know. That would be such a fun D&D character to play out. Make that <laughs> you can make it so for the, stupid, For the dude. evil episode, make yourself... Dude, an evil bard? That Scotty he who does not know? Yeah. <laughs> you better do that. You That'd have to. That'd be amazing, You dude. have to, no. All right, all right fine. I, I've thought about doing a bard anyway. It seems like a fun time, so... <laughs> Get it. You have to for the evil campaign. Oh, fuck Evil bard. That. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're strapped to this table. She happens to be in the same room with Becca. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. As okay as I can be, whatever. We get our dear old pal, Principal Ben, back in the uh-huh. picture. He's just... This is the, the cover shot of the movie, too. Yep. This is that uh, trailer scene aforementioned that sort of ruins one of the coolest scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it plays out longer. You get to see it in, in its full extent. And uh, he comes in... And uh, at this point, he's fully turned. He's fully crazy. All this shit. Not dragging zombie. Again, I'll we'll, we'll repeat that. And dragging a pitchfork along. Yeah. Just uh, just dragging it behind him. And uh, enters the same room as our uh, characters here, Becca and Judy. And, and other uh, women. Yes, yes. And as you see in the, in the film, he starts a stabbing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being fucking stabbed with a pitchfork, bro? Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Four stabs at one time. I, I mean, I guess it's probably a win because a knife, it's like, you know, in and out and in and out. And it takes forever for you to die. Like It's also a lot sharper, though, so it's going to cut you a lot easier. But these tines are fucking big, bro. They're also doing more damage per slice. And you got, what? what's that, compound to 16 times the damage per fucking impact? Yeah, okay. So now let's just say, because he's stabbing it in, he's also going like this with yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's giving us some torsion. 
So that's going to be way worse. It's not good, man. It's definitely an effective fucking tool. I mean, the flesh is not very strong. Yeah. Unless you got stone flesh, but yeah, again, this we is don't. D&D, so. Well, he's anyway, just making his way down. He's he's going stab fest. And uh, yeah, it's the one lady, she's she's clearly like begging, don't stab me, don't stab me. And she gets fucking stabbed. She screams. Toast. He's making his way down the line. He gets to Becca and she's like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And then Judy's like, Yelling at him. All of a sudden, he looks up, but he's like... And then she, then she realized, well, fuck. That was a dumb now idea. he's just going to stab me next. Right? Ooh. Once more, dragging the forklift. Really the fucking... The actual, like, thing that they really pictured a lot. You know, where it's, where it's dragging the blood behind it mm-hmm. and everything, Blood too. trails on the, uh, the stone Off floor. Off the tines. Yeah, fucking good shit. And right as he goes to fucking wind up and take Judy out... Boom! The heroes! Here comes David! It's... David and Roos. David and Roos. David and Roos. Pitchfork. Orthodox Jews. Ben Pitchfork. Mm, that was back racy. No, Ben Deal with it. new target shots fired. Let's go. Russ, you ain't getting... Russ, you ain't getting sick. That's what we got. Russ, you ain't getting sick. Old Lady Peter. Old Lady Peter? What? Let's decide. Maybe with your ass. I've got it deciphered. I'm I'm wanting to see if you come up with it. Old old lady Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I I know what you're saying. I know what the note's about. I just uh, I'm letting you try to go ahead and decipher it. Banging dude, beating jumpsters. That's coming up. I know how to take better notes, bud. Oh, Lord. It's a good thing we got the movie here, and I've watched it six times since we started talking about doing this. That's uh, true. I've watched it a couple... You know, usually I'm the ill-prepared one. Yeah, I got some, I've had some brain fog like the last two weeks. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, okay, so what you're getting at is they, fuck, they, they exit the high school at this point. They freed Becca and Judy. And uh, as they're out, like, they get out the front door. They, like, sort of really start to take note of the carnage that took place um, as they pulled out of this camp. <coughs> and we have an old lady sort of wandering around this sea of dead bodies in this parking lot asking, did Peter call? Have you heard from Peter? Hey, is Peter here? Did Peter call? So that's what your Peter call thing is. Um, and as okay. they're standing on the stoop noticing this, then... Um, Russ brings up the point of, like, hey, you know, Sheriff, you're at the fucking end of this water supply line. Like, I'm, what, a half mile in or something like that, I think is what he says. Oh, and, which yeah. is why he's like, hey, I think I might be getting sick or something like that. Like, I don't know if he necessarily noticed it or if he was just, like, kind of putting the facts together. And he's just like, oh, shit, I'm actually getting sick or probably will be since I was close enough to the, to the water source. Because uh, so- we did skip over that a little bit when we were talking about them t- look, going down the water line and looking at it because they're like yeah. realized Rory was the first person in town to receive that water line. Yep. And then it was Ben's or Bill's, and then it, yeah, and it just keeps going down the list. And they're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. They were they were figuring out, and and it, of course it lines up perfectly as to who got sick in what order. Which like I imagine enough water probably flows through this town that everybody would have gotten it the same day. But mm-hmm. it, what do I know? And so they have this little conversation. He's like, I'm the sheriff. You're the deputy. You do what the sheriff says or whatever the fuck. Basically, just like a, a brief little pep talk of like, you ain't getting fucking sick. Relax. I'm going to I'm gonna help us all through this. We're going to we'll get fine. it. 
And so they leave the school. Crazy lady's left there looking for Peter. Poor lady. And uh, now they're, like, back on the main drag of town again. Now, do you think they knew her and they just knew, like, she was already crazy of, like... There's no saving her anyway. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) the sheriff would have been, like, okay, we're going to help her out. You know, if this small community, like, old lady... Gladys Silvernickers. I don't know her name. Gladys Silvernickers. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's your evil campaign character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gladys Silvernickers. Oh, my Lord. Okay. What are we talking here? I feel like that's like uh, that's a shorty class. Like that's like a gnome or a dwarf. Oh, well, see, I was going the granny opposite. Lady. I was gonna say like an old busty orc grandma. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. That uh, seems awful enunciated for the orc uh, race, but I can go with it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the ever wonderful wife of the podcast, bringing in cookies. God, I love my life. He was talking about drinking dirty asshole too. It's prolapse, okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks. I have gum in. It's probably en- it's been enema at least once. Wait. So like it broke all the shit up and the prolapse. It all out. Okay. Yeah, the prolapse. It's, it's been, been multiple times. Like look, it's prolapse. You've never seen a prolapse in a porno that wasn't enema ahead of time. Like you're not just gonna fucking have shit coming out on stage. That's no good. On stage? It's a set, isn't it? It's a stage. Sort of. I mean, it's a house usually, but like... <laughs> it could still be qualified as a stage. I'm just going to say it. Most of the porn I watch doesn't contain a lot of prolapsing. It's I'm just saying gonna... it happens. Yeah, I haven't watched it and in it's a It's probably po- banana, but... <laughs> they're literally shittering their own asshole out. Well, I haven't watched that stuff for as porno. Like, no, I've seen it before, and I've never seen turds come out. I'm not saying it's my preferred content. I'm just saying I've noticed it, and I've never seen a turd. <laughs> they have to be enemad. This. Oh my! This is fucking great. You know, you know. I don't appreciate the judgment I'm feeling right now. Oh, it's. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, shit. Look, we've all seen things we don't want to see. Just for the sake of seeing it sometimes. Eel enema. That was a great video. Uh, That's one of those things that you just want to tell people about. Um, Almost halfway? They're about to go find Scotty soon. Uh. Sounds good. <laughs> what the fuck was that? She's hungry. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. We're like an hour into this two-hour movie. 42 minutes. We're good. Into an hour and 40-minute movie. We got this. It's fine. Let's go. Builds character. Like this caption says. <laughs> 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 they left the school. They're back on main drag. Ooh, guess what? This scene's from... Basically the beginning of the movie. The beginning of yeah. the movie. Plus people this time. Well, they're walking down the street singing, oh, golly, geez. Yep, that's well done. I like Cookies it. Cookies and gum don't go together. Now we got you to do with the dumpster you were mentioning. Oh, yeah. You were previously confused about. All right. They're walking down there. You hear some banging noises. Just uh, one of the crazies punching a dumpster. Actually, I think it's a pair of crazies. 
in an alleyway just punching a dumpster. Um, and they're trying to find a vehicle. But they're uh, all our, booted. Our group, not the, not the dumpster punchers. No. <laughs> uh, our group that we're following is trying to find a vehicle, and all of them are booted. Booted. They Man. can't figure it out. These fucking military cunts are uh, fairly efficient. Mm-hmm. The one thing our country does efficiently is militarize things. Oh, yeah. They got bo- multiple boots on every vehicle. It's fucking, they're crushing it. Then uh, they yeah. think they got a vehicle coming and they are to pick up. And then they realize, oh, shit, there's a lot of blood in there. Russ, yeah. get out yeah. the truck. Russell notices a truck that doesn't have a boot and it's got the keys in it. But, yeah, David notices blood just dripping from the back end. That's mm-hmm. not good. Some, something's awry. Get the fuck out of that. Suddenly there's some noises. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they quick and they duck behind and you hear some hooting and hollering. And guess what? If you recognize the truck from earlier, it's the hunting hillbillies that uh, that found the guy. Indeed, the paratrooper. Yeah, and, I never uh, really did uh, figure out. Are they like, are they infected, or are they just being the hillbillies they actually are and letting the lunatic out? They're infected. Yeah, they, I they, would I mean, think so, right? Yeah, because they become these guys now become like the main an- antagonist. Yeah, of this group um, in the area. You will find out. I guess I just never really, like, took good note of their faces to see if they showed the same, like, awful deterioration thing that everybody else showed. Anyway, uh, so they're hiding because they heard some fucking ruckus in the alleyway as they were trying to inspect this truck. And these jamokes, uh, the, the hill, hillbillies. Hunt, hunting hillbillies are, uh, they're chasing an old dude. Factorino. A real oh old guy. Lord. Old feller. A little wiener you got there, fella. <laughs> That'll fit in a prolapse. <gasps> <laughs> and they're chasing this fella and just like at this point they're just hunting right except it's they're hunting crazies and they're kind of playing with their food a little bit and then just bam you know they just fucking just wreck his day they toss his body in the back and peel off in the fancy little truck it's, it's not, not a fancy fa- <laughs> it's uh, probably like a 95 Chevy something or another Chevy F-150 it's a Ford. It says it on the Look, tailgate. Sometimes you s- you just throw a really good throw and you score a solid goal. It's just how it is. Well, I'm going to say it. Chevys don't make an F-150. Yeah, and you also don't throw goals. You see what I was getting at? No. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> that wasn't very well elaborated. Uh, so they peel off. They're like, oh, shit. Well, that's not good. They basically have a conversation of like, well, I guess my house is five miles away. It's closer than well, fucking cut through the field. Qu- quick fills or something like that. And uh, I got an old truck out in the shed. Yeah, well, the old, yeah, yeah, the old police cruiser, which again was just like another like quasi desperate attempt to be like, ah, eh, look, the old movie, because <laughs> like it was supposedly one of the vehicles that they used on the set of the old movie. Which is like, at least they kind of tried to use it in this versus like the chick on the bike where it was just like, yeah, we're shoehorning this. Like, we're putting it in there for no reason and you're going to like it. At least anybody who saw the original. So now they start their journey. Mm -hmm. They're just walking through cornfield after cornfield on their way over to uh, the sheriff's house. And this is when they kind of finally come across Scotty's place. And uh, there's some lights on and all that good shit. So, you know, Becca's like, oh, well, maybe they're still alive. Loses her shit immediately and just starts running. And uh, Sheriff's just like, ah, fuck, Russ, go chase after that bitch. What Stop the fuck her. are you doing? Like, go. Let's see here. Yeah, so Russ gets up there and uh, 
Scotty McGregor. He who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. We got Becca. Scotty, put the gun down. Put the gun down. Yeah, they're looking for him, and he's uh, in the door of the barn, mm-hmm. ready to fucking shoot. He's holding ground. They're like, you know, they're saying they're not sick, whatever. But then there's uh, some other noise. They're like, quiet, get in the barn. Everyone gets in the barn, including Scotty. Mm. They, uh, they all meet up there. They hide out, and then you see the military run through. They, uh, they're kind of watching, and I believe they pull out Scotty's mother. And is it his father? No, just his, just his mom. Just his mom. Yeah. Pulls her, pulls her out of the house screaming, and uh, they end up just shooting her. And right after they shoot her, he loses his fucking mind and starts running out there, being a crazy person, gets himself shot too. Mm-hmm. So, so then that prompts, that was worth going for, right? You know? yeah, he doesn't make it very far. He no. had a gun. He didn't shoot at any of them. He just ran out screaming. Yeah. And that prompts the soldier to come into the barn to start checking out if there was anybody else in there. Yeah, everybody just sort of fans out looking for any other survivors. And uh, our group just, again, takes hold in this, in this barn that they were having this conversation in the first place. And, you know, naturally, you know, it's a barn. So they're going to come looking through it if they're trying to sweep the property. And uh, they send, I believe, two guys all said and done into this building. Uh, but only one is really doing the internal search. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe it's David manages to get this sort of drop on him, knock him on his ass. And then they interrogate him briefly. They're just like, what the fuck is going on here and all this shit? And the guy's just like, I don't fucking know, man. We were just sent here, and we're just following orders, man. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of situation. He's just like, they ask him about the gas mask, and he's like, they just told us we had to wear it. We don't know what's going on or anything like that. And all said and done, um, Russ wants to kill the fucking guy. Another, another like, quick hint. Look that he's getting kind of aggressive. He'll, he'll tell him. He'll tell him that they were here. Exactly. But, uh, you know, David's got a sound mind still. He's doing good. We know he's not infected, and, and he prevails over the situation with a little bit of uh, sense, I guess. And it's just like, look, we got to let this guy go. One, if we don't, they'll know that we're here. Two, he can, he's not going to say anything. Sort of like, and he does this in a sort of intimidative way. You're not going to be like, you're not going to fucking say anything either. And he's just like, you're right, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, they give him, and like, Russ doesn't want to give the gun back or anything, but he's like, no, you've got to give him the fucking gun or they'll know something's up. And like the guy, like after a bit of a pause of the guy coming in and being like, Hey, do you see any, Did you see anybody? I think it was uh Babcock, I believe is the officer's name. The Babcock. Did you see anything? <laughs> like, he finally answers like, no, it's all clear. Everything's fine. So they're like, okay, cool. So they tried to add a little suspense to that, but it all said and done, it ended up being okay. They're like, they're flamethrowing the shit out of this place. They're like, all right, we're all clear. Let's get back to the perimeter. Burning they, bodies, burning buildings, the whole nine. They take off. Uh, let's see here. They're all crying in the barn. The disease is airborne. You know, they're trying to figure out exactly what, you know, if they're all going to get sick and this is for sure going to be them. Well, in the end, they keep walking. Let's see here. Yeah, Scotty's dead. His mom's dead. The uh, the police, military, whatever you want to call them, have now left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they, they're going to continue the trails, I guess, uh, off towards the sheriff's house, still trying to get to this old-timey fucking truck. Your <coughs> car, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, they off through the field they go. They're almost to the cruiser. When they get back to uh, Judy and... 
David's farm. There you go. I got it. We're beating it into your head, ma'am. We're getting it we'll get slowly there. but surely. The weird she just she just goes right for I have to get those towels off the line. And she just starts taking fucking women are crazy. Why would that be the first thing you do? Yeah, I don't know, ma'am. Like I don't know. I guess I guess we haven't been in enough fucking super extreme situations of, of life like this that we could even possibly understand the turmoil that they were trying to convey. But it does seem like super nonsensical. Right. Out of all the things, that's the one you're going to do? Like, oh, everything's gone to shit. I need to fold my laundry. Ugh. Let <gasps> me tell you. <gasps> if they get wrinkles because I didn't fold them quick enough. Whew. Oh, fucking. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. It's something I had a hard time reckoning. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but fucking a she. Uh, this town is dead. Okay, she's like, this was our gonna be our perfect, beautiful home. As she's taking the uh, laundry up, and David's kind of like consoling her, trying to get her to go in, whatever. But she goes inside and she starts packing bags and uh uh getting stuff from their would have been baby's room or would be ba- will be baby's room um <clears throat> as she's in the fucking this was this was a good one she's in the little kids ro- the baby's room loading uh, you know packing stuff up looking over the crib the camera p- pans in says you know from the window perspective and there's a crazy lady indeed standing in the corner creeping in the corner Ooh. but no and action it's Rory's is wife yet. yes mhm indeed nothing but we cut back downstairs a little bit and uh david's like oh, i was fucking taking her so long type situation and like goes up to start checking on what's where she's at as far as the process goes and realizes she's not in the bedroom that she's supposed to be in and ends up going and checking in the kids room and sure enough there she fucking is and uh, she, she's tied up, right? She's, like, in a chair or tied up or something like that, I think. And, like, he, he comes into the room and is like, oh, what the fuck is this all about? Like, and, of course, you know, naturally, like any horror movie, he's caught off guard by the baddies that we know are in the room already. Ooh, yeah, it's Judy and her son. And, uh, yeah, let's see here. They uh they start fighting and whatever, and David gets his hand fucking stabbed to the floor in this scuffle, like nailed to the fucking floor. And yeah, uh, yeah, you said the son's also there, right? Yeah, Deirdre's son. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Deirdre ends up walking back in as David's still getting his ass whooped. He's apparently getting strangled with his hand knifed to the floor. Except, I believe, yeah, it's a knife. Yeah, yeah, the, the son's strangling the shit out of him, and that's when she knifes his hand. And, yeah. and takes his gun. Yeah, and she goes, this was the gun that killed your father. Points that out. Which, yeah, that fucking random no reason shot made no sense. Like she just, like, <laughs> fires around into the wall. Yeah, cause, well, she's, it doesn't, isn't that when she said, I killed the town drunk? Uh, what? I think, because I think, she, I have it written down, I killed the town drunk right after that. Oh, no, he, he's, David, he's uh, trying to, con- yeah. yeah. Yeah, David's trying to be like, yeah, if I basically I, distract her from, from shooting Judy. From Judy, exactly, exactly. Yep. I shot the town drug, I killed him, whatever. Talking gets- a bunch of shit. Me, they show a quick uh, cut of him, like, lifting his hand with the knife and everything like that, trying to, like, get it out of the ground. 
or the floor, and then like all of a sudden done, the struggle ends up happening. He gets the fucking hand and knife out of the floor, knocks the boy to the ground, and then with the ha- the knife still stuck in his fucking hand and part of the blade sticking out, he just slaps the bitch in the neck, basically. And, you know, cuts a jugular with it. Now, this I don't get. Okay. For the same reason I don't, I think. He stabbed her mm-hmm. with the knife that was uh-huh. in his hand. Yep. Guaranteeing that he, he will is catch infected. whatever. It is. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, I was like, if you can get it from drinking the water, then you can get it from getting their blood in contact with like your blood. Like, directly like that. Yeah. He held it there. Your wound to her wound. Fun fact the neck bleeds a lot. A you gotta, lot. You're bleeding pretty good from the, the hands hand. also bleed quite yeah. a bit. And you held it right there, just cupped it. And. There's no way he didn't. He yeah. didn't get sick. I by had the, end the of this. same fucking thing. That's one of my big like, problems come with on, this. Man, like, gross. Ow! If he had just taken the knife, I mean, it's cool. Like the way it's done is badass, right? And but I get that. That's why you go for the visual because most people aren't going to pick it apart like this. Not, but, but like, not in an infectious circumstance. If it was like. A fucking werewolf movie? Hell yeah, do that. Fuck yeah. Or a vampire movie? Fuck yeah, stab him like that. Like, we got your silver dagger to the fucking floor. Oh, I got you, bitch. Stab you in the neck. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Just maybe not in the affections. I'm going to have another one of those. They're super good. Enjoy. I like cookies. But instead, you know, it ends up playing out as such. Where the knife's still in his hand. He stabs the bitch in the neck, and it's the whole thing. Mm. Um, The son ends up with the gun in his hand. He's but, about to shoot, yeah. but bow, 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 bow. Right. triple shot. Somehow, uh, Russell from ground level knew exactly what was going on and oh, yeah. had a tiny little sliver of a window to shoot through and pull it off. Yeah, he just guessed. He's a good shot, bud. All said and done, they seem all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, David's got a little bit of a knife in the hand action problem and uh, perhaps some infection issue, but either way, he's alive and he gets to untie his wife. Um, Everybody's okay as far as it could be. Russ walks in, making sure the area is secure. And uh, he ends up double tapping. Yeah, for sure. Tri- I put triple tap. He, he shoots these dead bodies a couple times, and he just goes, just to make sure. And they kind of start to get a really bad sense from him now. Um, Judy tells him he's sick, David. Did... Okay, yeah, so he gives it back to him empty because I think it shoots a total of five shots at the two bodies, and the lady discharged around into the wall for mm-hmm. no reason, and I believe it's a revolver. So it should have only had six rounds in it. So now it should be empty at this point, too. Oh, I didn't do that one. I didn't think of that. Ooh. When Russ finally hands it back yeah. to the sheriff. Um, they get the car running, the old cruiser running now, and they're all re- getting ready to move out. Yeah, they got the old fucker running. Hit out on the highway. Mm. <laughs> They're cruising away. And during this ride, um, Becca starts coughing. And uh, Russ is, you know, she's getting sick. Uh, uh, don't want to lose your head. And David's like, what do you mean? Or Russ is like, what do you mean, Chief? What do you mean by that? He's, you know, like, huh. Trying to call me crazy, motherfucker. Yep. Trying to get me. 
Like they're really starting to, stay to drive calm. home the point of like, yeah, Russ is starting. There's to lose there's it. some tension building in between the group here as, yeah, sickness is taking over and all that shit. Ugh, it's rough. Not good at all. Mm-mm. Which terrible fake coughing, by the way. That was some bad acting, in my opinion. Cute or not, that's terrible acting. <laughs> they uh, well, all of a sudden, flying over the top of them is a chopper, <laughs> and uh, they see it and they're looking, and then it turns around. Not good. Uh, Fortunately, they were passing a little building at this time, which makes for a f- pretty fun scene. Mm-hmm. All said and done, what they were passing by happened to be a car wash. So, like, as this you know, fucking Apache black car, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it passes overhead, gets on by, they pull into this car wash right away to be like, ah, maybe he didn't notice us. <laughs> which, like, absurd all on its own because it's a helicopter and you're in non crop filled field Iowa. So I, yeah, they're going to know this. Huh, where to go? <laughs> Strange. <laughs> well, it's definitely not in that one building. It's probably further Couldn't up the road. Be. It's probably further up the road. <laughs> So they pull into this fucking uh, car Automated wash. Automated car wash that is running. Which, unbelievable all of it, all in and of itself, considering the uh, it's sort of podunk style of this area of the world. You know, y- you just expect super low-tech. It's running, and they didn't have to pay anything to start it. Yeah, it was just, yeah, exactly. Ready, it was hooked just up, running. let's go. You drive up, we pull you through. We don't care. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Tip us at the end if you feel uh, <laughs> obligated. But, yeah, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Yeah, Everything's moving. <laughs> they're going through, and fucking Russell loses his shit and takes a shot out one of the windows. <gasps> I saw something moving. <laughs> Everything's and this, moving. And this is one of the great lines where, like, Timothy Oliphant is just fucking crusher. She's like, "Everything is fucking moving." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just fucking really well played out. But all said and done, eh, he's not wrong. There are people there was mm-hmm. movement aside from just the fucking uh, swirly jigs i guess i don't know what the fuck they're called the brushes sure the giant uh, bristles on wheels the car washers yeah yeah which those are the coolest let's be honest oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh god you ever see that video where the guy's using the fucking hose near one of those <laughs> and it got <laughs> wrapped up and it just pulls it right up and it ties just it. It holds on too. And like he it just spins him around like a full rotation. Just, oh yeah, it gets him. It ties him up, and he's like, Woo. <laughs> finally just kind of falls off. Oh shit! Holy shit, indeed. But uh, they're they're pulling through, and then you know, oh fucking shit, everything's moving, and everything's then you know they actually moving. get attacked and. They're trying to fight these folks off, and they do a pretty decent job. But uh, before you know it, the back window gets broken out, and one of these crazies takes some sort of hose lining and wraps it around fucking mm, Becca. Becca, thank you. Becca's yeah, right neck. as they're nearing the end. And, like, kind of pulling out with the devil's asshole's vigor and, like, really trying to get the fuck out of there. And, you know, since they're doing that and this thing's tied around her neck, she gets yanked out and essentially hung, neck broken the whole night. She's hanging there dead as fuck. They all get out of the car, which is now out of the fucking car wash, out in visible plain sight, which is finally apparently enough for them to be like, oh, they did end up at the car wash. Silly, Silly us. us. And then they blow it the fuck up. Boom. Russ starts laughing. Judy's crying. Becca's, over Becca's dead. dead body. 
Russ's uh, Russ's eyes are starting to look a little rough at this point too. He's getting uh, a little darker and redder around the eyes. Not looking good. Uh, and everybody's spirits are, you know, obviously a little broken at this point. Things are starting to get real fucking shitty. Their only possible vehicle that they know of has now been exploded by some crazy hellfire vehicle of the sky. Mm. Apache helicopter. Most likely. Um, oh. But it is what it is. Becca's going to stay here, and they got they just got to move on. It's really their only option at this mm-hmm. point. So they're hiking down the highway. And again, rural fucking Iowa. So there's nothing to find other than vehicles that have been knocked off the road. But they do away. find Russell's truck. You with got the spike it. Tires. Yes. Spike tires. Yes. And uh, they're kind of looking through it. And then uh, here comes a car coming down the road, one of them black SUVs. Oh, lordy. It's coming this way. Same style vehicle we saw in town previously, taking the photos and such and things and, and what we talked about and, you know, stuff. Now, uh-huh. is it David or Russ that says, stay here, we're taking this car? Mm, I believe it is David. That's like, yeah, we're taking this fucking car. Yeah, because he recognizes it as the black, one of the black vehicles from town. He's like, all right, not fucking around anymore. We're but getting it. Russ is the one that ends up losing his shit. Yeah, of course, as we've been kind of building up to this point. And uh, so, yeah, this this fucking black vehicle just comes screaming down the freeway and uh, all of a sudden down, they shoot her and... Not no, good. Russ throws the fucking or, yeah, spike, yeah, strips. The spike strips. Russ yeah, fucks yeah. it up. Which is just like, also, why were there still spike strips there? Like, when you... There's like two or three other vehicles, I think, in the ditch at this point. But like... Things hadn't really gone that bad. Like, Russ was already on the bus when David and Judy were picked up. So he had been picked up long before the shit hit the fan. So why would they have left that there? Right. There's no reason for it. I, yeah, I don't know, man. Absolutely not. So it just, you know, one of those Plot small little movie things hole. where they're just like, well, we want to use it for this and fuck the reasoning behind it, you know? Right. So we were- they fucking spiked the tires of this truck. And it goes spinning, flipping, whirly gigging, and all that. And through Russ the air. just takes off running like a puppy after this car. He wants to go see what's up. David kind of tells him, "No, no, 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 hold on, we're gonna talk to him." Slow your fucking roll, bud. Uh huh. So they're just murdering him right away. Let's get some fucking answers. And essentially, what the guy says is, "Ah, uh, it's an engineered biological problem. We were going to destroy it. The plane crashed, and uh, well, now we're here." Is essentially the story, right? This, this agent that's getting uh, kind of interrogated, like, "Well, the we- the thing's called Trixie." Yeah, Trixie. Yep. Trixie was on the plane. It's a bioweapon. That, that was, was a carryover from the original. Even uh, they, they focused on that a lot more in the original movie, from what I uh, looked into. Like it's it was too dangerous. We were, uh, it was being flown to be destroyed. Yeah, it was, it was something that was created to destabilize populations, is what they, or what the uh, guy called it. Yeah, they're like, we, it was too much, so we decided to, uh, destroy it. It was being transported to be destroyed. And then Russ shoots him. Boom! Mid conversation while David's talking to this guy. I mean, clearly not provoked, not, hey, okay, we're ready, we're done with him type situation. Right, it was just just, decided. Yeah, game over. And uh, they were like, he talked. What the fuck? Like, Russ is di- checking through the car. Um, what is it? David has the, gets the fucking officer's gun. The yeah, he, gun. he takes the rifle that uh, 
What's his nuts here? Just, Russ just used to kill that guy. Suburban. That's the word. That's the word I've been looking for this whole time. A fucking suburban. <laughs> suburban, Fuck me, bud. bud. Oh, shit. David, yeah. They uh, they get out on the road. Russ ends up like, why'd you take my gun? I could take that. It's like, I got it. You've been carrying it the whole time. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. Right? Well, uh. Like, all right. Well, he just sort of acts like he's going to give in. And the next thing you know, he's got a pistol pulled on the, on the couple as they decide to walk forward. Dun, dun, dun. I'll be taking that gun. Again, eyes continuing to look more and more dark. Right. Yeah. He's point. starting We're to like, get more you, and more aggressive. Absolutely. Looking. And, you know, they've been through more and more shit, too, so that's only continuing to wear on his appearance as well. Like, so that was one thing. I didn't know if Russ actually was sick throughout this movie or if he was just cracking under the pressure. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's not really until, like, they confirm it for you, essentially, that you're like, oh, okay, good. I wasn't losing my shit. Like, right. They, again, they did a really good job of not being so obvious, it's those little things like that that's why I'm like, this movie really just got kind of overlooked for how g- pretty well they played the whole thing out. It just did not get the credit it deserved. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, uh, well, Russ ends up getting the rifle. Yep, and, and, uh, and the pistol he's already had. Yeah, and he's like, walk in front of me. Mm-hmm. Keep it five, ten yards between yeah. them. Good, good distance, and he's walking, and then... Russ starts complaining about the rifle. It's heavy. I just want to be taller? What? Oh, I just want to talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he's complaining yeah. about the rifle's heavy and David's. Discharges like, the last few rounds out of it and just, just like leaves you get it. Just get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. You're just done with it. And yeah, I just want to talk. Still uses the pistol a little bit. And at this point, David's just like, no, fuck this. And he's just like, him and Judy are conversing a little bit and he's like I, i'm just i'm just gonna say something I'm gonna, I'm gonna confront him and that's when he's like yeah i just want to talk i just want to talk doing the whole police thing approaching calmly saying i just want to talk Whack. speaking blah 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 and uh eventually just takes the gun knocks him the fuck down and the whole thing a total badass of course and guess what i've been confused about this catfish thing the whole time next note remember that catfish you got it russ takes the gun told you about the goddamn catfish <laughs> I'm not. Then yeah, Russ is kind of like shit. I'm not. I'm not right, am I? Right. I'm starting to lose it. And uh, yeah, he, he looks super pale during that scene too. It like, starts. It to really hit starts to fall apart on this travel down the road. Well, he uh, yeah, he starts to get like realize the ways he's like. Can I just walk with you guys for a little while longer, please? Bruh, you and, look like uh, shit. There. Uh, yeah, you can. The sun starts setting. As they're uh, they're walking and they make it to the perimeter, his nose starts bleeding a little bit, which is like really is that's the thing that he's like, I'm fucking sick, huh? Mm-hmm. They're like, but, we've known it, we've known you're not right. Like you said, uh, they kind of let him up, and they're like, hey, yeah, man, it's all right, just come with. It's it right. Is what it we is. get it. It sucks. We'll help you. Well. Yeah. We'll, just, we'll keep an eye on you as long as you're not fucking with us. We'll let you come with. Right. And you know, give you the peace of mind while you're still sane. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so they let him walk, and, yeah, it's getting to be, it's getting to the be nighttime. Dusk, sort of speak. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dark now. And they make, they make it to a little bit of the, the perimeter that the military had set up. And Russ says, 
I'll make a distraction for you so you guys can get through. So I believe he takes one of the guns and literally just beelines it out there. Yeah. And gets gunned the fuck down. He does get a couple shots off, though, I believe. Yeah, I think he gets maybe two or three. It doesn't last very long. No, I mean, because he's not taking cover or anything like that. He's literally just... Like he walks up slow, and they they then they the soldiers pay attention to the get down, stop, 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 stop. Like tucks behind a car real quick, like kind of gathers himself to be like, all right, this is the fucking moment. This is my hero's moment. Here we go. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna do this with honor. Yeah, and he starts like coming at him a little bit, like fucking stop, <laughs> get on your knees, put your like. That's when he fucking reaches into like behind him real quick, where it's tucked into his like ass crack essentially. <laughs> Pulls it out and then like maybe gets like two or three shots off and they just fucking blast his yep. ass. Boom. Obliterated. Mm. It's rough shit. But well, David and Judy get across that stream. Exactly. All in the sake of David and Judy just making it out of that fucking situation. They got across the stream. So that's good. But they didn't cross streams. Which doesn't Big disappointment. Help. Yeah. I mean, well, you can't catch ghosts that way. Well, I've crossed some streams and I think there might have been some ghosts captured in the process. Oh. Across? Okay. No. It's liberating. Just try it. Okay. That, all right. Well. Dude, you got to live your life once in a while. I don't. Oh. Well. All right. So they get through, and uh, their big goal was to get to, as previously mentioned, Quick Fills, uh, the truck stop, the mall to be in the middle of fucking nowhere, all that good shit. So. They make it there finally after Russ sort of sacrifices himself and distracts the entire blockade from being able to uh, stop them. Get across the creek. Here we are. Gasoline. Well, this place is deserted as fuck. Go figure. It's not good. Again, this is the exact same spot that uh, our boy David was previously transported to when he thought he was you know, in the process of being at least rescued in some way or another, taken out of this situation. Uh, right before he and Russ and crew and whatnot else uh, decided to go back into the Hellfire. Yes. So, well, again, familiar place. Mm-hmm. Judy's walking around outside, and there's just mil- like hundreds of thousands of shell casings all over the place. She comes across this, uh, this big rig sitting in the corner there, the cargo area. Mm-hmm. The chicken coop yep. truck that Looks uh, in. he arrived in. whole bunch of bodies. As just, he's inside looking for supplies. Yeah. Nothing. Not a damn thing, but there's a whole bunch of bodies of people that you assumed were healthy that just got gunned down when the perimeter mm. fell apart. That's the way I took that. Yes, just indeed. Quarantine the whole place. We're done. Bullets, bodies, <coughs> and burns. I like it. Mm. Not see here. Truck's full of bodies. Dave wants to keep trying. Judy is getting pretty damn pessimistic about everything Indeed. right now. There's no point. He's like, we can do this. We can get out of here. We can get it. We got this. Part of the truck stop is a diner. Mm-hmm. They're having this. They do a little smooching. Yeah, they're having this conversation in there where it's just, uh, do we continue? Do we not continue? Uh, yeah, David's just like, well, look, if you don't want to go on and you're just ready to lay down and fucking die, I'm ready to lay down and fucking die with you. But him giving her that little speech, he's just like, Go do the thing. Ah. You stop like, it. You're you right. We should live. Ugh. Fine. God. <laughs> uh, really pulling my leg. Right? So she's the ass. They're in the cafe. They fucking... There's a... Judy's in the cafe as David goes out to get a, uh, a vehicle ready to go for him. Because I believe he, he spotted the truck. 
in yeah, the workshop. In, in the workshop. Like, mm-hmm. yep. He's like, I got this. You just hang out here, essentially. So Judy's in there, and you see in the camera, pans around to the kitchen, and there's a feller standing in the kitchen. Aww, He's just standing feller. there. Just standing there. Bill, uh, David. God. Boy, it. oh boy. <sighs> David God. is out in the garage looking at the truck. And uh, lights go out. Dun, 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 dun. You hear some hillbillies talking. Oh, shit. You think this could be those fucks from before? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. They come to check it out. She plays dead? I don't think she's playing dead. I don't know. She dives, she dives behind like the bar, so to speak, of this diner. And it's real like uh, Jurassic Parky, like when the kids are hiding in that kitchen. And then all of a sudden, she like, well, she makes it like around a corner or something, hides in like this like freezer type situation or refrigerator, whatever the fuck it is. But it turns out, of course, a bunch of bodies were stored in that particular uh, encasing. And uh, it startles her and she ends up like kind of like knocking something over, making some obnoxious noise. And this, of course, is right after the dude had pretty much passed her already. And basically would have left her the fuck alone. But no, she had to make this fucking noise after managing to get away and hiding in the first place. And Was successful until she wasn't. Yep, exactly. Ugh, yeah, so she ends up in the meat locker and it's just bad news for her. Of course. Fucking A. Two bodies everywhere. Oh, why she screams so much. Exactly. She's crazy, man. And pregnant. She is, as always, like the desperate female in the movie. Like, she doesn't provide a, a lot of value, in all <laughs> honesty. Like, she just sort of, like, whines the whole movie. Like, she is sort of the classic damsel in distress as far as, like, horror movies and everything goes. <clears throat> but um, I believe she, when the guy notices her, or David notices the sound. muffles her. Yeah, yeah. David ends up being in there with her. After her, after she yeah. makes the noise, yeah. Because <laughs> then they, yeah, then they, I don't think they kill that one. They get away from it and they're like, from him, and they're like, yeah, they get away. Let's go get yep. the truck. And yep. they they run back out there. They're looking for the keys. They're getting in and they can't get it fucking started. Well, next thing you know, here come the fucking angry hillbillies out to the garage. Yeah, well, they've got they've got a sh- uh, ring of keys. Yeah, they, they don't noticed know the wh- body of one of the people in the truck or whatever had keys on them. Uh-huh. They, they grab that. And he tries like six of them with nothing. And yeah, that's when like he's like, ah, fucking a. Or no, I guess he had keys. Those yeah, didn't work. Right. Then he noticed the body yep. and then grabbed the correct keys, and that's when they get attacked. And all of a sudden, all the fucking lights come on, and then like they just get bombarded by these three hillbilly assholes. Who now have soldier military weapons? It's yeah, it's the duck hunters. I'm just assuming. Yeah, sure. Uh, it seems they, most reasonable. They, the one guy yeah, has the fucking M16. He starts. He busts out the, the like the shop window, starts getting ready to fire in, and David goes to run back to the truck. And immediately, right when he gets up to it, gets pulled. His legs swept out from under him. Pulls down into the work bay. And this big motherfucker's down there ready to fight in a very unfightable place. 
Which I believe he has a similar fight to this in another movie. I can't remember the title of the movie all of a sudden though. He has a real like I think it's also in like a working bay like that. Where okay. He ends up having like a really similar fight. But yeah, it's super tight quarters if you know what that is at all. It's you ever gone to like a Valvoline instant oil change where they just have like this fucking underground little section where they go underneath and change your oil and all that. Yeah, shit so so the car obsessed. doesn't have to be lifted. The car literally just drives in and yep. then the person just hops under there and they got like four or five feet to well probably five or six feet to stand up and work yep. under there. Um, and so they're having this battle in this three foot wide space like this. And uh, there's an oil pan, of course, that runs on like a trolley underneath there for when you're draining the oil. And like eventually, you know, David gets the upper hand enough that he gets to like slam this fucking oil pan in the guy's face, take the Zippo that he grabbed from Quick Fills or whatever counter, and then like lights everything on fire and just fucking wrecks gets that dude's him. Day. Just barely gets out of the work bay before he himself is caught aflame. Um, so now we get a second chance at getting this vehicle started and sure as shit, they manage to do so. They take off and I believe they get the radio on and they hear a countdown. Yeah. Yeah. They're cruising down the fucking highway. And countdown. And, uh, 30. yeah, one of the people or like one of the, yeah, I think it was one of the bodies in the truck had a radio on it. One of the bodies that was in the back of that truck had a radio okay. on it. They snagged the radio off of that guy. And, yeah, they brought it with him while they're in this fucking uh, this cab of this truck hauling ass down the highway. And they're just like, uh, T-minus, whatever the fuck, till 61. impact or whatever it is. T-61, that's what they called it. So they start counting down, like, what happens when it gets to zero? I don't know, babe. Let's hold bloody hands and let's get the fuck out of here. As if anything has ever happened other than either a liftoff or an impact at the countdown. You know? Right? Something <laughs> doesn't happen well. In this scenario, I doubt it's a fucking liftoff. Right? So <laughs> no, I think it's a pretty safe assumption. Be like, yeah, this town's about to be obliterated. You guys are going to watch the apple drop, duh. Like, it's oh New God. Year's. They're it's fucking there. booking it. And I feel like the semi should have been going a little faster by now. I know they got the power. It's got nothing on it. And these open roads. It does have floor. nothing on it. You're right. So like, it's not exactly dragging I don't know ball. their top speed, but I feel like a vehicle that can pull. You know, I do, you're also supposed to go to an, like, an extra school to drive something like this. And Mr. Sheriff just sort of hopped in and was like, yeah, I got this. I can handle 18 gears just fine. Or oh, yeah. He's, the fucking I've had is. wheels. 18 wheels. Well, yeah, but they have a crazy number of gears, too. I said, I fucking hate accelerated next to them. They get like three miles an hour shifting, eight miles an hour shifting, 12 miles an hour shifting. Yeah, I drove a dump it's truck. like, dude, that, what are you doing? The worst, <laughs> I drove a dump truck that had 10. 10 gears? Yeah, and that fucking sucked. What is, do you know what the average is for like, I don't, uh, like an 18 wheeler? It's I, probably insane. Yeah, I feel I'll, like it's gone. Well, they got so many dials, it looks like a goddamn spaceship. <laughs> but Meanwhile, uh, <laughs> the fucking. Troll people of Earth and America are the ones that are driving it. Like, <laughs> it's good money in it, though. If you can, it hand, can be. If you can handle the hours and uh, never seen anybody, there's a good reason that a lot of them do meth. I couldn't do it that. I couldn't drive that long that often. Not even close. I think the only situation that really works is like you either have like no family or you have like a wife and a dog and you both travel and do it together. Like you own or operate that rig together and you guys go and do your thing and make the money doing that. Like that's really the only way you get to do it, make a shitload of money and also sort of have a life. I'm just saying. Be kind of a cool life though. Could you 
and like I just don't. I don't personally. I don't think I could do it. Sitting in the in the same truck with the same person every day for eighteen. We'll just say sixteen hours of driving, yeah, but yeah. maybe to ten every day. Well, if it's both of you, I think you get like I think you get either eight or ten hours per the per day per person. So like. Well, that's 16 to 20 hours between the two of you. What do you got to stop for a max of four hours? What is your dog going to drive that four hours? So you got like just a brief period that you're going to fucking stop that you get away from each other. And otherwise you're stuck passenger seat and drive. Nope. I mean, I guess you would kind of hope that like (coughs) one person drives for the eight or 10 hours. We're way off topic you, here. The other person drives for the eight or ten hours, <laughs> and then when that person wakes up, you both spend your like four hours together, and then like you start the cycle over, so to speak. That way, would it's just put, like a maximum of like four hours. Now, would you put a curtain in between the driver and the passenger, just for like the medical curtain? You just whoosh, for dramatic. We need some shush. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of privacy thing. Yeah, yeah. I could get behind that, actually. Yeah, you pull the curtain back, the other person's like, Argh! I mean, I guess with two of you, too, you know, if you're making enough, you could probably have a really nice cab, and some of those sleepers are fucking classy. It is pretty cool that they, they have a full fucking mattress back there. Yeah, for sure. But you could have enough separation despite being within 10 square feet of each other. <laughs> I think I could handle it more. That, that you could do it for periods of time. If... It was like spaceship delivery. Like I had my what own. What does like, that even mean? Like a Millennium Falcon or something like that. Like I had one of those. Cause I, have I, space. Fe- I feel like uh, a better scenario there is the Planet Express vehicle, since they actually do interplanetary delivery. But what do I know? I mean, that works too. I know the inside of that shit pretty well too. <laughs> 35, 34, 33. Thirty-two, thirty-one. Boom. Well, it doesn't happen that fast. There's no. thirty more seconds, but yeah, there's a few more digits we didn't talk about. They keep on driving. Mm-hmm. The numbers keep ticking, and it gets to zero, and boom. <laughs> Guess what? A big ass fucking mushroom cloud goes Mother and takes up the whole nuke. field. Basically, ends the same as Resident Evil. Oh yeah. And, uh, well, they weren't quite out of the blast radius, so guarantee you they got a fuckload of radiation poisoning. Yeah, their, their truck actually got lifts up. flipped from, yeah. from the shockwave. So Which, you're probably within the radioactive region. I'm just curious if there's enough shockwave to do that, because, like, I know, like, a big thing, like, with grenades, it's not so much the shrapnel that kills you, it's the, sh- the, the shock, like, the, the fucking sonic boom that comes off. Is it really? Yeah, like, the... The boo! Like, if you're within a certain feet, I heard that's what's more de- uh, deadly about it because, like, it actually just it stops your heart. Like, yeah, it stops your fucking heart. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's so forceful, yeah, that it just throws off the beat and your heart stops. Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean, it's huh. not still, yeah. Like, that's one of the big things about it. So, I'm just Makes wondering, sense. like, if it had enough to just literally just start eating the truck and fucking whipping it up in the air like that. I'm no physicist, but maybe the chassis slash uh, fuselage, if you will, of the vehicle absorbed enough of the <laughs> that it wasn't transferred necessarily to okay. them to stop their hearts. Now, when it was perhaps, ha- when, but nuke is different than hand grenades. That's, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> now, also, 
was I imagining it when the truck was getting flipped by that impact and the, the gust of air from it? Like, heat was washing over it, like, melting, like, the paint, like, chipping it. Or was that just debris? Because I was going to say, if it... I, I guess feel I'm like, not sure. Like, I, at, in a concert when a fucking boom pyrotechnic goes off i can feel that heat from the back of the auditorium a lot of times and it's fucking hot so i can't imagine that they wouldn't be feeling the intense heat of that explosion like yeah even even in the cab you yeah you'd probably feel you'd be feeling a lot of it and i feel like that's pretty fucking hot i had to guess and here comes the impact right let's watch it What's that, max, like, two miles, three miles away? Like, it's not nearly as far as it probably yeah. should be. And it's catching up to him real quick. Like, it goes from, why are you still trying to look at it, bitch? It's going to hurt your corneas. I'm curious to see, like, the uh, proposed, like, map of the Ogden Marsh area. So, like, where Main Town is, where their fucking farm is, where Scotty's farm is, where Quick Fills is. Because, like, they said it was, like, five or seven miles or something like that from town, I believe, to the sheriff's house. Mm -hmm. But in this scenario, it only looks like they're, like, maybe two or three tops away from town. So I guess in this, it didn't look like there was heat on there, but I still feel like there would be a lot of fucking heat coming out of that area. For sure. Like, probably enough to cause some serious damage. Especially off that wind. I mean... The pyroclast from a volcano, man, that still carries really fucking hot waves, and that goes for miles. Seems weird that you wouldn't just crawl out the windshield that's clearly broken out. Wait, no, you got to go through the door up on top for dramatic yeah. effect. It, it, it does make for a really cool mm-hmm. shot. They uh, they roll, they flip, they tipple, they topple. After they was blown up a little I bit back. the stacks are still intact. Oh, yeah. The, the fucking cab is destroyed, but the fucking fuel tank and the stacks pristine top notch they're just fine fuel tanks don't dent it's true they're yeah. made of uh, adamantium yeah and vibranium mm, and most bullshit. likely yeah most likely that last one actually mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well uh they crawl out of this wreckage they seem to be okay uh, they're holding hands looking at the fallout yeah radiation which, fallout blast aside mm, you ain't getting very far your geiger meters are off the charts off the fucking charts bed oh shit but yeah, like, their town's blown up. They're still heading to Cedar Rapids. Mm-hmm. That just sort of is what it is. They and take a moment to take in the, the horror, but all the, Yeah, done. the receding mushroom cloud. As they're walking, they know that the... Uh, I believe they catch a glimpse of Sioux City. Mm, yeah. They yeah. catch a couple Sioux of buildings. Sioux City's like on the horizon. Yeah, then they're like, we kind of made it. Yeah. And we done. data. Done. Duh. They get zoomed out. By the satellite. Yeah, it's looking at it from space. And it says, initiate containment protocol. Once more for Cedar Rapids. They walked right back into it. Now, do you think it's because they made it there and they were being tracked? Or do you think other things have already spread? It seems like the only reasonable possibility... But then you also have as to. As far wonder. as we can tell, in the way that it plays out, these are the only people that would have made it. Which also that doesn't exist in nature. Like that much of field and still that level of visibility of a city. Yeah. No. No. Trust me, that's not how the Midwest actually is. But I mean, I heard Iowa is really fucking flat though when there's no the, corn. 
It, it probably is. I want to see it. Along with the Dakotas, but... Well, it, Brianna's from Iowa, isn't she? Mm, I believe so. Okay, I have to ask her. Maybe she knows. Pretty sure her, like, her mom lives down there, at least. Okay. But either way, um, yeah, they, they head to Cedar Rapids, but that's about to be fucked, too, so... Oh, it's Cedar Rapids, not Sioux City. Yeah. I well, said that wrong. You know, the, the, the reference we made before to the soda doesn't work anymore, but... <laughs> 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 oh, shit. It is what that it is. That's the beginning of this episode. It, it fucking is what it is. We fucked that up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck me. Whew. This one was a doozy. Yeah, it was honestly... Like I said, it was just so much better than I thought. You know, like, I remember it just being this, like, ah, it was all right. You know, it was a decent little horror movie, I guess. It, it, at least that's how it lived in my brain. And, like, now it's, like, I look at it through a different lens of, like, oh, it's it's more of a thriller, really, at the end of the day. And uh, it plays a lot better than I remember. And I don't know if that's the fatigue thing that, that was hypothesized or if it was just, like, ah, just I'm looking at it through a different scope now as a more grown adult or whatever. But pretty fucking good movie overall. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. All, All right. six times. <laughs> Let's get to the grading here, now. bud. Yeah, seven. Seven times. Oh, I thought that was your yeah, score. No. I was like, what score? <laughs> no, no, no. Each one's out of five. So uh, let's start with casting. Great. Fantastic. Overall, I agree. I'd have no complaints about anybody. I mean, Timothy Oliphant's my number one. And I'd say whatever. I know that she's got like a weird name. But whoever played the wife, she, I mean, it wasn't bad. But I don't know. I just didn't enjoy her that much. I would say she's a kind of a middle of the road character. But by and large, I'm I would easily for for this movie go out of five. Are we going out of five or a ten? I don't remember. Five. Five. I think. Um, <laughs> I'd give her like a. I'd probably give it like a four. Yeah, I'm I'm behind that too. Yeah. If not, if not even almost a five, but like nobody like blew me away other than Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is one that's just that's really just not a lot of characters that I got like that you have to worry about too much, like get into. You really only have to invest in three characters. Russ, Judy, and Timothy. And David. David. Yeah. I think that's really it. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm giving it a four. I like Russ enough. Like, he, he played his character well. Right, like, yeah, he was give a good actor. That. He didn't blow so. me away with anything, but he, he played his character well, no doubt. Right. And, and the way his character was written, fucking played out really nicely. Top notch there, bud. So I'll give that a four pretty comfortably. Plot, um, I mean, it's it's a remake, sure, fine, but, like, it's, uh, I mean, they've done it more now, I guess, with the whole, like, ah, some crazy virus gets out of control and we got to try to contain it or whatever mm-hmm. else, I mean, especially with things like like we mentioned previously with, like, zombies and Resident Evil series and stuff like that, but it's fairly original because they tried to go a slightly different path than just the basic zombie idea. They wanted to, to, to explore the option of like, yeah, we created this fucking thing and then we made a big mistake and accidentally let it loose on our own fucking people. Like whoops, big fucking yikes. I mean, it's, it's got enough uniquity to it that despite kind of playing out like a zombie movie normally plays out anyway, it, it, it was cool in that they allowed a little more humanism into it, I guess. At least that's how I'm, I'm seeing it. Like yeah, I, I I do like that it was uh it wasn't like a normal like a the virus that got the people. It didn't kill them. It just made them incredibly violent. Well, it did eventually. Yeah, it eventually, it eventually killed, killed them, them, but it didn't like like with the zombie like the T virus. Right. Kill them. 
and then reanimate them. And that's how that, you know, it's, it took its time and just got them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I give that, I get, I give it like a three and a half. Nothing complaining, but it was just, there was, there was just some stuff. I was like, yeah. Yeah, if it, I think I think if it was just like if it ended up just being a zombie movie but played out otherwise basically exactly how it did three, I think the three and a half is fair considering that just like that little extra step of like making it the biohazard right. aspect. Right, I get behind that. And, and they punched up the old one from what I can tell pretty well. I mean, I, I suspect this to be a lot like our experience from I Spit on Your Grave, old to new, where it's like I get how that inspired this, but that's not as good as this. Like oh, it was God. still a decent watch overall, but <laughs> this was definitely a lot better. <laughs> spit out your grave from the seventies, man. Dude, the scene where the retarded kid rapes the lady is as awful as it sounds. It's laughable. Like he does a bad job at it. Like I'm gonna say it, it's gonna sound bad, but I'm so glad that we have developed our acting as a retarded person ability so much. <laughs> Like people can nail that now. <laughs> what an ex- like an unacceptably allowable yet strangely seemingly degrading thing that we I just feel, like. Yeah, it's fine. Because I feel like then they do a better job of it. It's more respectful than the old way of acting, where it's just bad and you look like a jackass doing it. Like if you look at the old one, uh-huh. the which yeah, he he, he looks like, like a dumb kid trying to play it, but yeah. in the new one. Like it's a normal, as far as I know, it's a normal actor who's playing a very convincingly like high functioning like, or probably like yeah, mid- high functioning uh, autism spectrum. Yeah, like yeah. he's just got some uh, some fucking twerks, twerp, 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 rickets. Rick, yeah. he's got rickets. <laughs> oh boy, I gotta get this brain fog to go away. Holy fuck, <laughs> man! What I don't know, man. It's still weird though that like it's absolutely unacceptable to play a black person as a white person, but you can play a retarded person as a normal person. And it's like, well, as long as you do a good job. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. Now hold on. It just seems like a little, I don't know if that's necessarily should be as acceptable as it is. Mac and D played a pretty good job of blackface. (laughs) False. So false. Oh, man. Holy fuck. Robert Downey Jr. did a pretty good one. Again, I don't know that blackface has ever been done good. Tropic Thunder? Yeah, I know what you're referring to, but other than like old school Grecian plays where it's like, ah, this is really our only option and we're super racist and we don't really want women here either. So like, we're just going to have <laughs> men play all parts, men, women, and black dudes and white dudes. So like, it's just going to be what it is. Like, okay, well... You limited yourself, so I get why you did what you did, and you did the best with what you got. But, like, outside of that, I don't think blackface has ever really been done well. You'll see it happen in your lifetime. Because <laughs> it looks ridiculous regardless. It does. Like, just say it. I'm going to wear some face paint. Oh, my Lord. You I could, guess that's probably why it's offensive, I guess, is how, relig- how ridiculous it is. I think they could pull it off in, like, a, a Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory spoof. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to the candy store. You'll never see me in there. Okay, the score of the movie. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's not good. The score. A milk chocolate. There is none. There. 
There was a Johnny Cash song playing in the car one time. I think they play like two, and then they maybe hit two. Hit on songs. on the highway. Yeah, like there's just like there is no score. Like there, there's like a soundtrack to a small degree, but like there is really no score to this movie. They didn't go out of their way to kind of like make their own cinematic, ah, exciting. Po- I mean, even with the one jump scare they did, they didn't even really add a cinematic. Right. So that's like effect. it either has to get a perfect score or a zero, because. The fact that there's almost no score, I, I kind of think helped played into it, I for the most with, part. I could agree with that. Where, because there really wasn't anything necessary. Where, like, that's a that's a good assessment actually, because to a certain degree, you're right. The lack of score can actually add to the movie in some situations. Because what it, the only time there was music is when there would be natural music. You'd expect music to naturally play in a small town mm-hmm. setting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was gone, which I kind of liked. And yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of like ambiance music going on there it was mm-hmm. all the natural yeah, yeah, yeah. noises the environment effects so, so to speak. i mean really because there wasn't enough to judge on i kind of liked that i'll like give it a actually, five you know now that you're saying it i could i 100 percent agree with that because honestly like as much as i like a good score at the same time it can also really take away from mm-hmm. the movie in some ways that that calm sinister to a degree, I guess. Mm-hmm. Silence is just fucking awesome. Like, it's a really strong tool in the horror thriller basket that not a lot of fucking movies really well, utilize. Well, I mean, too much it, of it, it can fucking ruin it. Like, I mean, with jump scares, as soon as you hear the, the sound go down and some music start, you kind of hear that high-pitched noise always mm-hmm. in the background yeah, of yeah. it. yeah, yeah. You know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you're just waiting for it. Now it's like fucking kid with the jack in the box. It's, you know, it's such a background thing that you almost don't pay attention to it. That you've you're like you're if, like if you're I almost a think I have tonight. Oh, you've been trained for it. Like yeah. you know what's coming without even consciously thinking of it. You know what the fuck's about to happen to some degree. Right. So I'm gonna give the score. Yeah, a five. I could give that a five, even despite the lack. Mm-hmm. No, in so in that's fact, I think that's probably going to end up being one of the highest scores you could ever give a movie is the lack there of the score. Right. I mean, the only other one that I know for sure, a movie that I could give a, f- a perfect score to is the Lord of the Rings one. But I know that we, I, th- I think we gave, uh, and, and I guess it's pretty much anything that we probably do in this category of like the old school, old, old schools, like slasher horror kind of stuff. Like, you know, you're Mike Myers and the dinner, it's just like it's so iconic you know right. like you've got those things it's like you guys you created a memory in just a few like six notes usually like six or less mm-hmm. like you managed to create something that people remembered forever like here we are 30 plus years later and being like like we all think of that when we think of those movies Two Freddy's coming for you. Like the, those little things make such a big fucking <laughs> Three, difference four, sometimes, your man. Mom's a whore. Okay, I don't think that's. But in the same breath, I think that's why it's so fun to explore the the concept of like almost no score whatsoever. Just like the natural occurrence of music within the sort of ambiance of the movie of living in a small town. You know, it's right. cool. It's fucking right. cool. I, I'd give that a five. All right. Was it cinematography next? Yeah. I can get down with that. Let's go cinematography next. I'm not even sure what the last one I'm forgetting is. Oops. So cinematography, anyway, it'll probably um, be us in the process. I'm, I'm a, honestly, there wasn't, it was, it was done pretty well. This, there was a lot of quick scenes where they were like literally 10 to 15 seconds, it seemed. So there's a lot of back and forth. Um, but they did kind of use the camera to show background shit happening a lot more. 
Exactly that I what I was leaning towards as well. I think that's probably one of the biggest uh, advantages to this movie. Is, so is they use their background as well as their foreground in a in a really good way. I I overall I, I liked the way that everything was shot. There wasn't really any scenes that I was like. And we even touched on it right away with Rory coming onto the field with uh, the baseball scene and just that like they didn't immediately like that's the focus of this scene. Like they let him kind of come in to see. They gave him probably a good five to. Yeah, and seconds. starting as a couple pixels yeah. on the screen and literally just making his way in. Yeah, they really gave him some time to let, kind of let that small amount of tension start to build up. This, like, this is the very again. That's that's kicking off the fucking movie. Other than the flaming fucking scene of the town that we see right away, that's just like, oh shit, this is what's to come. This is the very first thing that we get where they're just like, hey, this is we're gonna start building this now, and th- things are gonna start to go shitty. And they do a cool job of it, and they they do that a bunch where it's just like there's just weird background shit happening. But they don't draw too much attention to it at the same time to be like, look, we're trying to get you to notice something. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I li- overall, I'd say I'd give it a four out of five. For cinematography? Yeah. Like, it's not perfect. Where, where would you be? Where your detractor, I guess? I, a big thing for me, I guess, is just the fact that there are so many small little scenes. Like, you don't get stuck in any. Like, it's jumping around so much. Yeah, I know there, there's, there's a lot, there's of, a lot cuts, of characters yeah. to follow and stuff, but like they don't like they're all quick cuts to you know show the timeline, mm-hmm. right? So I just feel like that kind of took away from some points and getting a little bit better understanding of the characters. Like I mean, to a certain degree, Becca was basically a useless character. Yeah, oh, you're totally right. Yeah, yeah. Three scenes. Why did I count like that? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. You're the right. Sh- like the they, they don't office. really, they don't give the characters a whole lot of time to really expound on their character itself. I mean, the main ones were Judy, Dennis. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> but at the same time, though, like even though they didn't give them a shitload of time to like work with these these character development moments, with the little time they did give them, they did a really good job of like letting you in on on what what you're seeing like what who these characters are and how they work into this this small town world and all this kind of shit oh my lord almost done go away oh Uh, shots fired yeah i i don't know i i like i probably even give it that extra 0.5 even go with the four and a half on that just because I don't think it was gratuitous in any way as far as that goes. I think the only thing they could have done is let those characters speak just a little bit more. But even with the little time they had, I think they did a great job. Well, I mean, like, I mean, it's not just getting to know the characters with those, those jumping around so much. It's like, there's some scenes where I would have liked to see it play out a little bit more instead of jumping from like, I know there was a little time, you know, there's a good chunk of time spent with uh, Judy being strapped up and Becca being strapped up, but it, even but during even that, that was back and forth. yeah, it was back. Yeah. I would have liked to see that in one solid chunk just to let like the crazy dude spend a little more time being fucking crazy in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it builds extra tension. Yeah. I would say. The longer you let that draw out and as long as you do it in a smart way, mm-hmm. that's so, going to pay itself off. That's, that's, I guess my, I my that. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and that and could I was be leaning towards a similar thing. I was probably not explaining it very well, but I, w- I would say the similar thing of just like, Letting the scene play itself. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about Kevin Smith is completely not in this genre at all, but, like, I guess Tusk, if you really want to include that. But, like, 
he does like that's what he's in some ways always kind of gotten shit for but also like that's kind of what i like about it is he does these like long stationary fucking shots on people where like you got to get your fucking dialogue nailed right you have to fucking nail it because it's not just going to be a quick cut together of like back to this character back to this character back to this character back and it's like back and forth with two people facing each other having a conversation like you are going to talk for a good two to three minutes, and you need to fucking nail that. Right. And I love those fucking scenes, dude. <laughs> they feel so good when they pay off, but they also have to pay off, and that's the other tough side of that. Right. Because sometimes that just goes into babble mode, where it's just like, yeah, okay, where are we going with this? <laughs> like, What the fuck's going on? You're not fucking giving me anything anymore. Ugh. But Yeah, so yeah. I could, I, I'll go a four and a half on that. I'm still sticking with the four. Setting, so. I think, is the only other thing we didn't touch on, and I think it's completely appropriate. Yeah, there's, we don't get a whole lot of horror movies based up around our neck of the woods. The Midwest, yeah. yeah. Jeepers Creepers really is one of the, the few other ones that like really stands out, at least based off the movies we've done, I guess, maybe. But, but wasn't it in Florida? But it's like, like it feels like yeah, really, feels, like, yeah. really... Seclude. I guess that's kind of a horror thing, though, to feel secluded. But like, it feels very middle America, I guess. But I think you're right. It is Florida, but like, it doesn't feel like Florida either. At all. It doesn't. Like, are there not cornfields? Is that a normal thing down there? I don't know if they farm really corn in Florida. I don't think that's standard. I'll look that up Maybe real quick. Maybe the upper Tallahassee portions or something. But real quick before this ends, I, I don't. I don't think that's normal. So like, it, I don't know. It just feels. Like, one of few movies that it, yeah, I don't know. I, I just liked it. And and for, like, the accidental dropping of a plane into some, like, fucking shitty bog where it affects this town unintentionally, it would be, like, super grandiose to go right for, like, a New York City or a Los Angeles or something like that. And, it, like, that's a lot to deal with cinematically and to make it all make sense and not be overbearing or cumbersome or anything like that. The Midwest, it's a very simple place where you can play out something like this and not have it get bogged down by itself, I guess. is probably a pretty simple way of looking at it, like where you don't have all these different avenues you could be exploring, where it's just this very simple small-town vibe where, it's, where you have a kind of a narrow path that you can travel. You know, I think that worked out really well to their advantage. And, it, again, the seclusion of it all. Like, you're in middle America surrounded by fucking cornfields. Like, the near like. You're having issues and you need CT scans. We'll let you, we'll see you on Monday and we'll drive into the big city and we'll we'll get that done. Like that kind of situation. We're like you're pretty fucking far away from it. anything that matters. Right. Like fuck. I think that's 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 a really cool play that that makes it even more like oh fuck it, that could happen anywhere kind of kind of feel. Well, and I feel like that like with the height of the zombie thing going around, going for the smaller town worked because. Most of the zombie outbreaks and everything happen in the big ass cities. Yeah, a lot of times when that plays out, for like, sure. Like, I mean, granted, Raccoon City was fictional, and uh, but I mean, yeah, there was always seemed to be a big population, and literally just shit fucking started flying. Also, they do grow corn in Florida. They do. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Yeah, in South Florida, sweet corn is grown September South through May. Florida. Yeah. That really throws me. I would completely thought it'd be North Florida. Yeah. Um. The Everglade area of production during the uh, December and January, they grow sweet corn. <laughs> when we're digging out fucking feet of snow. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. Speaking of snow, we got some coming this weekend. Uh, supposedly, let's not dwell on that for now. In fact, I might actually even take the motorcycle out to the old naughty bar tomorrow. 
Oh yeah. For some dinner. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. See what she, I'm gonna see what she thinks. So it's the last fucking few nice days we're gonna have here in Minnesota. May as well take advantage of it, especially with, with the bike and everything. So uh, completely non sequitur to this show. So let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. Uh, All right. I don't know that I gave the an official rating. So a setting, I'd be willing to give it a five. Like I'm completely content giving that a five. I love the small town vibe, and it could just be that like I grew up in a town that could easily be that small and and comparable to this type of situation. I mean, right. fucking Louisville, it's smaller than that. Like my my first like second through fifth grade, like the real like formative years of elementary school and shit, like. Grew up in a town even smaller than that, but a very similar fucking vibe where it's just like you just have this one fucking wide ass main street <laughs> and that's where all your businesses are yep. and everything else is residents. We didn't even have a fucking school. We had to go to the next town to go to the fucking school. Like, I know what that small town feel is like and it makes it feel really close to home and like super relatable and all that shit. I fucking love that. And I, maybe it's a bit of a bias, but I'm totally willing to give that a five. I got it, man. I'm down with the five. So, th- so out of 25 points, if my math is incorrect like it is, I think this got a 21.5 out of 25. Yeah, I would say that goes both ways because I, uh, I think we each did a half point up on different points. But I think otherwise so. agreed. So, yeah. About a 21 and that. That's a pretty good score. Speaked up. It beat the piss out of Jeepers Creepers 3, which I think <laughs> we gave a 7. It was so bad. Did we give it a 7? I was just going... Honestly, I can't remember the exact score, but I was just going through my pictures on my phone the other day of uh, when I very first started my notes and sent you the picture of, like, the knife sticking in the tree or whatever the fuck it was, and I was like, here we fucking go. Like, <laughs> I was like, god <sighs> damn it. I would review that a second time. It was such a stupid fucking movie. What did I think you drew on that? <laughs> when you showed me... Show the knife thing again. Let me see that shit. <laughs> Do you have it? No, I like I said, I just deleted it earlier today. Oh, is it not in the book? No, no, it was. Oh, oh. I think I might have something like that though. Because you tried to draw the knife, and I was like, I tried what to the? draw something. I don't remember what the fuck it was. I was so fucking. I did not get it because it looked like a ball it's instead of a knife. And you try to draw that. Oh, I know what I tried to draw. I tried to draw the fucking, oh, oh what do they call themselves? What that group was that hunted it? They had that, like, kind of, oh, like, oh, yeah, profile yeah. of the skull with the wings on it or whatever it was. Yeah, and instead of saying the death bat, which has been a staple band of yours, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I don't, I can't find the fucking image. They like I Doritos. The notes, but, yeah, not the image. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking kiwi with hot dogs coming out of it. (laughs) Or a tennis ball with hot dogs. What the fuck? This has been fucking crazy. We crushed that previous score we were referring to. For sure. It's true. We got this. I can't remember what the fuck it was. God, I wish I did. Oh, for Jeepers Creepers? Yeah. We should probably start just writing them down. I'm going to write this one down. I have a pen. You're probably right. Get Get a fucking rolling tally or something like that. Either way, uh, as we were getting to it, we're fucking wrapping this shit up. That was a lot of a lot of good shit. I don't think you can write with a lighter, especially from the non-Flint end, but I'm allowing you to keep on trying. That's the end of it this week. Uh, he scribbled on some paper with some dents, so... Uh, it says 21.5, bitch. It's just not going to hold up in court. It's, it's really contract. not. 
Jeepers Creepers 3, trash movie. Not crazy today. Not too bad. Pretty good. Not too fucking bad. A lot better, actually, than recalled. So, if you big have. win. If you haven't seen it, see it. If you saw it and weren't sure if you liked it, see it again. Like, it might be worth it. It's true. If you got any, also, if you got any uh, recommendations for movies, yeah, draw a very bad picture of a scene from the movie. And then submit it to the Facebook page. Probably the easiest option. Or, or Twitter. Wh- it's, or whatever exists, you listen to this on. Put it in the comments section. Yeah, you can section. put it in the comments. Sure, why not? On fuck Podbean, it. Stitcher. iTunes, whatever. Whatever, whatever it's Whatever the on. fuck your thing is. Also, I love it. Yeah. But next up, we're probably looking at Child's Play 2. We'll uh, continue on with that series. So there's a little, a little tidbit to look forward to. But for now, this shit's over. I was thinking poultry, guys. But yes. Oh, that'll be a non sequitur at some point. Okay. For sure. Eight millimeter, the crazies, we done. Out this bitch. Bye, guys. Bye.